banter about, in between. Bro, you talking about starting the podcast, bro? <laughs> I'll say it again, dude. I don't care. Jimmy, you look like the kind of guy where I would bring my kid to a daycare and then I would see you working there and I go, mm, I'm going to leave. And then I'd take my kid and walk out. <laughs> Your hair looks like they could predict the weather. <laughs> That might actually be true. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Oh, sorry. Give me one second. I got to get myself collected here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Spartans and big fruit fans. Welcome to the Red Spartan Halo podcast. Uh, the most exciting, entertaining, and chaotic Halo podcast on the internet. Rated, ready for this, guys? Rated number one Halo podcast by Low Hanging Spartan Magazine. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I am Daddy <laughs> Tracks, your host, and joining me today is. dumb. <laughs> Joining me today is the Jimmy Cloman at the Jimmy Cloman. Jimmy, how are you, sir? I'm great. I'm feisty tonight, bro, so be careful. <laughs> you be careful. And uh, also joining us is the real, what well, not, sorry, not the guy. Okay. He's just real mystery. What's up, buddy? Oh, right. You're right. You know what? Should I change my name to the real mystery? Nah, dude, because I'm not the daddy tracks either. You should oh, be. okay, okay. But no. like. Why but should I be? Jimmy is the Jimmy Cloman. Yeah, because he's weird. And he probably couldn't get Jimmy Cloman because Jimmy Cloman, some other Jimmy Cloman, probably took it on TikTok, didn't they, Jimmy? No, I'm the one and only, bro. The one and only. That's why I say the. So there's no other Jimmy Cloman on TikTok? If you have just daddy tracks, that means like you're 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 fake or like you don't mean anything. What are you talking if you about, put dude? the daddy tracks, oh, that means you're the ultimate one and only daddy tracks. Like you you have some personality to you. You know what I mean? That's why I say I'm the Jimmy Cloman. Boom. There's not another Jimmy Clement on TikTok. I'm that doesn't. Surprised. It's not about that. What? It's about the 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 is the foundation to the name, <laughs> kind of like concrete to a house. So like, yeah. Without the the, there's no concrete to the house, so it would just fall apart. Do you get what I'm saying? No. So Daddy Tracks are saying is kind of like a house without a foundation. Yes. Now, what if I had a uh, Daddy Tracks? Uh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, oh, oh, the hey, real mystery. A like how how would it? I don't. I don't, I don't I'm Why, confused. dude? The letter A. Uh, a daddy tracks. Nah, like a daddy tracks. Like here's a daddy tracks. It's not solidifying the deal. Okay, so look, look at it this way. Yeah. The yeah. T H E yeah represents the 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 foundation. <laughs> uh, it's just one letter. It doesn't it just what when you're Bro, saying then, uh. That means like, it just doesn't mean anything. Like, there's no it's meaning behind about, it. When it's an s- article. It's just like the, but it used differently. Nah, nah, it's trash. Like instead of a pickle, there's the pickle, the pickle, a pickle. The pickle sounds. It, it's you're right. It's dude, a stronger actually. foundation. Yeah, you're right. Concrete. Uh, is more like a like a wooden like fash mm. like con- like. Wait, what was that foundation. word? Fash. 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 Yeah. What is that? Fashionable. Uh, what what what's he saying mystery yes you know what I'm saying real <laughs> he's, he's, saying, he's yes. saying yes <laughs> what i he don't know yes. he has no I, idea what you're talking what, about see, neither do see, i see i'm trying to figure out whether or not you push the big red button yet or not 
that's what I'm trying to figure out. I did not push the big red button on Zencaster right, because I'm I can't use the audio because I don't have the EQ all set up. I gotta talk to you about right. How okay. To EQ it. Okay. Some uh, interesting. Some background technological stuff right there for our audio listeners. Um, we will have a very professional. Well, we hope so. Uh, professional sounding podcast in the next week we were going to do it last week um and the reason why we didn't is because um we had a segment being played from another podcast on this podcast when we were listening to that interview with phil spencer and then the intro and outro song i also had attached uh to the recording of this podcast so um we use obs to record this podcast and stream it at the same time. All of the audio runs through OBS. So when all of a sudden uh, we were getting all the audio from Zencaster, it didn't include the intro song, the outro song, and stuff like that. So I wasn't able to do the, the professional level type audio podcast that we wanted to have up, but we will have it up soon. Uh, and it also won't be this week either. So next week, prepare for a beautifully crispy Jimmy audio experience what do you think about that oh, i like crispy you like crispy yeah what do you I think do. about crispy audio though it doesn't sound strong but it's like crispy is like the problem is crispy it's flaky <laughs> so it like easily comes apart what whereas like what what like if you were to like make a crispy piece of bacon it breaks very easily mm, that's true you know what I mean? Chewy bacon has a little bit more uh, yeah. plasticity. So maybe we say a chewy, chewy sound. <laughs> we'll have a chew, we'll have a chewy audio ex- experience for you. Mister, what do you think about that? Chewy audio versus crispy audio? All I could think is a prepare for trouble um, <laughs> and make it double. Yeah, to that's, the world that's, from devastation. You said, you said prepare, and then I just for some reason I was thinking of that Team Rocket like theme, and then you go on about crispy, crispy and chewy bacon, and I'm thinking, well, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna have to try to relate to bacon, the only Canadian, the only thing I can relate to would be Canadian bacon, mm. which is like am really. Which again is not crispy, nor is it like. I guess it's more chewy, I suppose. I guess you gotta cook it longer, then you can get crispy bacon when it's burn up. Yeah, it crumbles apart. Do you know that was a sign of death, Jimmy? All burn up. What? Like, if you wanna know if somebody's dead or not, there's like signs. And one of them was like, uh, like blood, all the blood on the outside of the body, head removed. One of them is all burn up. So, if you're wondering if somebody's dead and they're all burnt up, they're probably dead. <laughs> what are they be? There, one. There, one. Sounds so stupid. All burn up. If they didn't have a head, they would be dead. Yeah, they exactly. They don't need to be up. Those are the signs of death. Like, okay, what are the signs that somebody's dead? It's like, number one. Uh, no pulse. Like, their head's removed, right? Number two. Yeah, maybe no pulse, right? Number three. Uh, all their blood is on the outside of their body. Number four, all burn up. What, where is this from? I don't know. I remember what? seeing it on something. <laughs> it might not be real, actually, oh so don't, don't quote me on that. Uh, but this week, we got a couple things going on. Okay, we're going to be talking about whether or not 343 ruined the Forerunners. Huh. Civilians are also in space. Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos fly into space. <laughs> Which means the private space industry is beginning. What's this mean for us? 
The reason why we're talking about it is because we're talking about, you know, when it comes to colonizing planets like they have in the Halo lore, are we at the very beginning of the Halo lore? You know, it's kind of something to think about. It has to do with space, whatever. Um, and then uh, we got some news on the Halo Infinite beta uh, that we'll go over in some nice numbers for the Insider uh, Halo program that I'm excited to talk about. Um, you know, and, and like, here's the real thing, right? It's like, there's just not much, there's just not much going on. So this is one of those kind of like phone it in episodes where we're kind of like, you know, coming up with some is stuff to a, talk about, chat about. Is there whatever. a phone number? Yes. There's the ah. phone number. Yeah. 1-800, uh, just try. <laughs> just try. All right. Yeah. That's 1-800, figure it out. <laughs> I like how just try actually fits for numbers though. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It does. <laughs> True. One eight hundred. Just try it. Um, Jimmy, you look like the kind of guy who would go outside of Area Fifty One and get high and accidentally die of exposure. Exposure from what? It's just exposure, dude. That's the thing you die from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was up, I was with you until the exposure part, bro. Yeah, like you look like you would you would be out there and then you would just forget to like not be out there anymore and then you would just die. It's the kind what? of guy you look like. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Have you seen this guy before? Yeah, I'm looking at him. <laughs> How do you know what he looks like? He looks like you. Yeah, but who's he? You. Who is he? You. But who do I look like then? You look like you. What do you mean? No, you look you like the he, kind of guy. No, yeah, no, no, you, no yes, you're yes, turning this yes. around. No, you look like the kind of guy who would go outside of Area 51, eat a bunch of little gummy worms and some brownies, and you'd forget to not do that anymore. You'd forget to go home, and then you would die of exposure in the desert. Wrong. Listen. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I'm the best at exposure. <laughs> Okay, we got the best exposure. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> no, wrong. Fake news. We have the best exposure. We have plenty of exposure. We have more exposure than anyone else. Oh my god. Okay, trust me. Believe me. We have more exposure than anyone else. <laughs> Wait, what? I still want to see you. I still want to see this guy. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Dude, that cracks me up. You do that. I'm not gonna lie. That's like the funniest thing. Uh, I'll keep it in the uh, skit. Wrong. <laughs> this is how you derail a podcast yeah. 101. For the way, record, yeah. folks. Way, Just to, go. way to go, Jimmy. <laughs> nah, people love it. Way to go. Way to go. They freaking um, love it. Yeah, dude. So yeah, it's kind of guy you look like. Whatever. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> there it's is okay. a uh, Marcus Leto mystery do you know who that is jared leto <clears throat> marcus leto oh marcus jared leto is a probably talented but still seemingly poor excuse for an actor um marcus leto is the gentleman who created the master chief jimmy he was one of the early bungee employees back when they had like 12 people in a room uh, and eventually became a shareholder in the company when they uh, bought themselves back from Microsoft. He was one of the main guys working on Halos 1, 2, and 3. He was one of the driving forces behind that game. 
Okay. That's who Marcus Leto is. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad I got some kind of Seems indicator. Like a s- snooze fest. But go ahead. Oh my god, dude, you're a snooze fest, dude. <laughs> it's like, what do they say? It's like if you're bored, it's because you're a boring person. If you're about to snooze here, it's because you're a, you're a snooze fest. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Marcus Leto came out with a game called Disintegration. Do you remember hearing about that game? The one with Thanos in it. No. Yep, that's the one. Okay. Nailed no. it. Nope, no Thanos. Let's try. Disintegration. Yeah, was yeah. that's the one. <laughs> Disintegration was a game that did not uh, do very well, and they closed the studio, and the whole thing kind of fell apart. It was like a side... oh, did the studio close? Yeah, it closed. I did not know about that. Yeah. Oh it... yeah, it's Francis Borelli. He he oh, does it God. too. Oh yeah. Oh hey, it's Francis Borelli. Hey, I'm walking it. <laughs> I, that's not him. You're playing the wrong Marcus Perlilli. Yeah, wait, huh? <laughs> Sorry, maybe I'm thinking of a different Marcus. Anyway. Hey, what did he do? Uh, so, so he did a podcast. Not a podcast. He did an interview uh, with Hidden Xperia, the Halo YouTuber. And it was a long interview, Jimmy. I did not expect you to to watch that on your own. Um, but it's a long podcast. Or Especially long, two hours before the podcast. A long okay. interview. <laughs> a long... That's when I came across it, okay? <laughs> I mean, I watched it last week, or whenever it came out on YouTube, I watched it. Um, okay. <laughs> but the reason why we're talking about this today is because, again, there's no freaking Halo news. There's nothing to talk about. So this is we're, we're it's, grasping it's at straws dry. here, guys, okay? Yeah, it's but pretty this, dry. This is what we're talking about, okay? Marcus Leto did the interview with Hidden Experience. Now, Jimmy, Marcus Leto stopped working with Halo once Bungie moved on to Destiny, and he moved on to Destiny, okay? So he did not continue Halo, but Hidden Xperia asked him, hey, if you still had creative control of the franchise, uh, you know. first he asked him what he thought of Halo 4 and Halo 5, and then kind of asked him like what he would have done, right? Um, and there was something that he said in his response that kind of had me, uh, I thought was kind of interesting and something that I, I kind of agree with. Um, he talked about how he thought that 343 sort of got into the forerunners a little bit too much, kind of unveiled a lot of the mystery. He talked about if he was doing four and five no, and whatever didn't. else. Not me. Wait, what was that? You said they unveiled the mystery. Well, not oh me. my God. Oh my God. <laughs> he got caught off guard there. Bro, he called me right out there, dude. He's like, nah. Nah, nah, nah not me. Nah. What are you talking about? Dude, I was thinking for a second. I was like, hold on a second. Did I mess up this interview? Thing? Did I actually listen to him? Right? What is it? What happened here? Um, but yeah, basically, just like uh, he talked about how he felt like um, 343 kind of unveiled the mysterious nature of the forerunners and kind of sort of brought them out in the open and sort of talked about how not that he disagreed but he would have done it differently which makes me and begs me to ask the question guys when it comes to the forerunners do you think 343 has mishandled the forerunners there's no argument back in halo 1 2 and 3 the forerunners were unknown they were mysterious we were running around on their little worlds we didn't exactly know what the worlds were until we, you know, slowly found out what a halo is and then found out what the arc is. Um, there's no doubt that they were surrounded in mystery. And when 343 took over, we got Forerunner books that explained a lot. We got the entire history of the Forerunners. And then come Halo 4 and 5, we actually had Forerunners that we were fighting against with the Prometheans. Um, do you think that this was the right move? Did three four three get into the forerunners a little bit too much? What do you, what do you think, mystery? I think, um, well, I mean, 
what kind of caused this this topic in, in the actual interview itself was the fact of was there did Bungie was Bungie making a Halo Four? Was there a version of Halo Four that Bungie made? So I was thinking of making what they were talking about, or what Marcus Leto was talking about. He was talking about how they thought about continuing Master Chief's story, but right. they knew that if they were going to continue his story, they were going to have to do like another three games. They couldn't do a because Bungie wanted one to move done. on. Right, Bungie wanted to move on and do something different, which turns out to be Destiny. Right. Um, they wanted to move on, and they got to the end of Halo Three and went, "Okay, what do we do here? Do we do?" A continuation of Master Chief's story, but they felt like they wouldn't be able to continue his story with just one game. They would have had to do another trilogy, but they knew that they weren't going to do a trilogy, so that's why they end up doing Halo Reach and Halo 3 ODST instead of continuing the story of Master Chief. So, um, they kind of left it off. They have Master Chief drifting in space. Even at the end of Halo 3, the legendary ending, it ends with you seeing the Forerunner um, planet uh, Requiem. Yep. So they did set it up, and and three four three kind of took it on a natural progression sort of forward. Um, so he uh, so Hidden Xperia asked him like you know what he thought of Halo Four and Halo Five, and you know he had nothing right. but good things to say about it except for this one thing that he probably would have done a little bit differently would have left the forerunners in a little bit more mystery. And it does mm -hmm. make me think like they don't really have that anymore there is no I, not that there's no but there's just like less of a mystery about the forerunners and not really something that's like exciting anymore like jimmy if i told you you're going to find out more about the forerunners in halo infinite well you might be a wrong person to ask but like does that get you excited at all well i don't know bro it's like i don't think so because I don't know. Did you ever to, I, when when we were playing the original games? I, I could never. I didn't really care about the forerunners that much. Okay. Mainly, I guess they introduced them like two. It was like almost like they just like laid it out on a table, like all of it. At you mean once. in Halo Four? Yeah. Yeah. In the original oh. Halo games, when we were playing Halo Two, and we saw like all the forerunner structures had like decayed more and they were falling apart. Was there a yeah. part of you that was kind of interested in that? Like, hmm, like what? Would you like, consider like the here? ancient ancient history? It's yeah. like a casual game, because that, that's what I always considered it. That that yes, yes, and that's, like that's a great that way to stuff. Play. I mean, it kind of makes a good point because like that type of stuff you keep a mystery in general, right? A real mystery. Sorry, I'm looking at your name. Say <laughs> <a> real mystery. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you should keep that stuff a real mystery, huh? Well, like, and let it go, like like in order to keep it relevant let like let the information go or bring it up a little by little not all at once like drip all. feed it almost like hey here's yeah, like a, a little bit like more. a drip like a, a drip irrigation more. system yes okay so you felt like right. in halo 4 you you would agree with marcus leto that they kind of like just let it all out yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean even in halo 4 like it's still it's still kind of the full forerunner stuff is still kind of confusing Especially yeah. now in Halo Four and Halo Five, and we've yeah, mentioned this done a ample amount of times in the past couple of podcasts. Jimmy, I wonder if they drip fed it like you're saying. I wonder if that would have made it a lot less confusing if, like, we could have gotten a little bit by a little bit by a little bit. Yeah, just of, for, even for like the casual game players, you know what I mean? Yeah, because if you're a casual, let's say Halo Four is the first Halo you're picking up, you are so freaking lost. You're so freaking lost, dude. It, that that right. game makes no sense. That's an impossible game to pick up. The only uh, thing you can pick up is Chief woke up. Yeah. And landed on a planet that looked like it was made out of metal. <laughs> right. And there's a flying ball that's scanning him. At some point. 
That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Why is the flying ball? And a guy out came out of that flying ball. Yeah, Darth Vader basically came out of that ball with force. Yeah, with force like powers, with which force is they can't. They force, can't really force. make any changes now because it's already been revealed, right? Right. Yeah. They've. Yeah. It's kind of. They, yeah. We so mentioned that again. That was the other thing back. I was going to kind of ask is like, okay, what? Okay, now that the forerunners have kind of been, in my and I agree with you guys. I think that they they showed their cards. I, I think in an effort to get people excited about Halo 4, they go, hey, what's something that was really, okay, hey, look, what if we were fighting forerunners? Okay, that'll get people into this game. I think they used it as a way to get people like continue in the franchise, uh, not realizing that they were kind of like, they were kind of destroying part of the lore, or uh, part of the, not L-O-R-E, but L-U-R-E. They were destroying part of the lore of Halo, which was like, Right. What is what is this world that we're on? Oh my god, Halo 1, you find out it's a weapon. It's a weapon, right? And then Halo 2, you go, oh my god, there's more of these things? And in Halo 3, it's like, oh, the Ark, they fired these things off before. Here's a right. little bit of a Forerunner story in the terminals. These things were fired off before. And so it's like, there's a lot, uh, they slowly revealed, slowly revealed stuff about the Forerunners. And then 343 just put it all out there with the Forerunner trilogy and then with Halo 4 and everything that we had. So... I agree with you guys. I, I think that they kind of uh, sort of ruined a little bit of the Forerunners. But that, I didn't even think about that either. That leads us to think, wh what is the role of the Forerunners in the future of Halo? Is there a role? Obviously, we're going to be on Installation 07, and there's some interesting things that happened on Installation 07 in the lore of Halo. Um, in the trailer, one of the original trailers, the teaser trailer for Halo Infinite, you saw the... Hi, hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics. How do you pronounce that word? Hieroglyphics. Uh, we, we talked. We, yeah, yeah, we talked about this before. We Thank you. pronounce it right. Yeah, we did. The hieroglyphics. Oh my god. Hieroglyphics. 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 There you go. Jeez, dude. We talked about those the things that twister. were on the cave, um, and so there's a bit of like ancient humanity that was on this halo so it's gonna be interesting for current humanity to kind of see what was going on with ancient humanity and then all the you know awful things that the forerunners were kind of testing people on like there's a lot of interesting things to do there right there's a lot of interesting things to uncover but generally what's the purpose for the forerunners moving forward in the franchise is there real quick is there any more lore deeper than the forerunners like even uh, before the forerunners, um, yes. Like the four forerunners. Yeah, there's the precursors, Jimmy. Yeah, that's. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy went from smile to like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Now I could be wrong on this, and mystery. If you know, please feel free to correct me. But I believe that the precursors were kind of like, Jimmy. They were kind of like, not divine beings, but godlike beings in a way. They yeah. sort of created. Uh, the forerunners created all the other species, created the idea of mantle of responsibility where each species sort of had a responsibility to ensure safety in the galaxy and everything like that. And eventually what happened is the forerunners turned on the precursors and tried to kill them all and drove them to the edge of space. And then the precursors, while they were out there, sort of mutated and transformed into the flood. So the flood are actually the precursors sort of reincarnated. And that's why the flood comes back with vengeance, um, and is eager to destroy the forerunners. Okay. 
Mystery, am I, I right about that? Yeah. Did I mess anything up right there? Uh, I mean, as far as I've heard, that sounds pretty accurate. Um, I haven't actually read any of the, the Forerunner books, which is why I'm very confused. I don't even know if this stuff was in the Forerunner books, actually, that I'm talking about right now. But I believe oh, okay. that's, that's sort of the case. So, Jimmy, yes, there is a uh, something before the Forerunners that would be the precursors. Um, and it opens up a possibility for future Halo for precursors to come back in some kind of way, which... I mean, in, hopefully not in Halo Infinite, though, because then I think we're just going to have way too much going on. Yeah, that would be too much. Let's let's wait for, you know, at least a couple more years before we get to that point. Just as a recap, what is the Halo Infinite story going to be like? Uh, so we don't know everything about the Halo story, but what we do know is that there is a there's a war going on between the humans and the Covenant sub-faction called the Banished. Okay. And the banished. Uh, I wouldn't are... really consider them a sub faction. Yeah, maybe not sub faction is not like, the right word because they because they're literally away. banished from the covenant. Right, they broke covenant. away from it. So a a yeah. um not a sub section, but maybe a. So the humans are fighting the banished. Is that what we're right? Saying? So like way back when, like when humans were fighting the covenant in Halo One, Two, and Three, the covenant yeah. were actually fighting a two sided war: one against the humans and the other one against the banished at the same time. Okay. We didn't know about that at the time. So are the humans fighting the Covenant at all, or no? The humans would be fighting well, the, the Covenant, banished in this situation. I yes. think the Covenant were officially defeated. Um, I meant the regular Covenant, but yeah. Yeah, okay. I think the, the regular... Well, okay, so here's the... The regular Covenant, the regular, regular Covenant, was defeated at the end of Halo 3. Okay. Um, I, You could even argue that in the middle of Halo 2, the Covenant really fell apart. Well, um, you mean the schism? Yeah, yeah, the great yeah. schism. So, I mean, that's when you start having elites and those people like fighting back against the prophets. So, once truth fall, once truth falls and is killed by the arbiter, Jimmy, essentially, you have the end of the covenant. Now, in Halo Four and Halo Five, that covenant that you're fighting, that is a subsection of the covenant called. Um, oh my God! What are they ben. called? No, they're run by Julam Dama. The um, hand of the didact, I think. Yeah, but what's the, what's the the storm faction? Uh, whatever. Yay, Halo Five. The point is, is that there is a a subsection of the Covenant that exists, um, r run by this guy named Julam Dama, and that is the Covenant that you're fighting in Halo Four, and that's the Covenant that you're fighting in Halo Five. In the middle of Halo Five, the Arbiter on the planet Sanghelios, which is the uh, elite planet, drives them to the end uh, after Julam Dama is killed in the beginning of Halo 5. They are leaderless, and then the Arbiter kind of finishes them off uh, on the planet. So, the Covenant, in essence, are done, Jimmy. Okay. There's really no That's more cool. Covenant. Um, but so, the are, are they... Is there a specific name, then, like, for the race of elites, or...? So the official name for the race of elites are called the Sankili. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Gotcha. But the 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 covenant being I'm trying so, to get a recap. <laughs> no, you're good, dude. And this is good because you're a casual fan, right? So this is kind of right. Like I was gonna say this is great because I I found out recently there's a couple of listeners from like my community that are starting to listen into the okay, this Halo podcast and yeah. they're finding themselves very confused. Oh. So like these kinds of questions are like great, so then they they can catch up as well. Yeah, this is really good. So oh Jimmy, God. the uh, the Sangheili are the name of the elites, right? That's like what their species name is. The prophets got all these different groups of aliens together, and they call it the Covenant. Exactly. Okay. 
All right. That makes sense. So they... uh, fact check. Yeah, they were called the Storm Covenant, Jewel and Dama's Covenant. Nailed it. First try. <laughs> um, yeah. So the role of the forerunners in the future of the Halo franchise. What do we do with these things? What do we do with this faction that was here and is no longer here? Obviously, they're wiped out, but like they're still kind of here a little bit when you look at the Prometheans. I think there'll always be a lingering presence because like the core of Halo's always kind of revolved around these kind of mysterious technologies, mm -hmm. right? Um, you got the, the Janus key that popped up in Spartan Ops, right? You mm -hmm. haven't seen anything in regards to the Janus key as of yet. Well, the Janus key was used in... Where was the Janus key used in? That might I think that was used in a comic. Ugh, I gotta, was it? I hate when they do that, bro. Yeah. The escalation. I, I think, think escalations. Yeah, it's the continuation really? basically of Halo Four. Okay. All right. <laughs> I didn't end up read. I didn't read it. Honestly, bro. like I the last the last like Halo book comic stuff that I ended up reading was I think Contact Harvest. The way that you said, all right. <laughs> It's kind of well, the way yeah, everybody I mean, was like, uh, okay, we're going to do this out of game again? Okay. <laughs> yeah, because like Spartan Ops just kind of ends with that. It's like, oh, we got the Janus Key. In Halo 5, there's no mention of the there's Janus no Key. There's no mention of, I don't even think there is even a single mention of the Janus Key. There's not. Or there might have been like one throwaway line, the Janus Key helped us find this or something, but. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. It's Maybe weird. The Janus because... Key could help them find Halsey's other arm. In Halo, 5, in Halo Five, they show Doctor Halsey wounded and hurt. I don't right. even know if they show that. Uh, uh, Palmer was the one who shot her in the arm. I don't even think that they make that obvious. And so, no, I don't think they did either. For that to be something that doesn't even happen in a mainline Halo campaign, it's just so bizarre, dude. It's so weird. It's so weird. They just gotta... imagine what it's like for someone to be in, like, play Halo Four and then play Halo Five without playing Spartan Ops, and you see Halsey with like. Two arms in Halo 4. Yeah, what happened to her? And then, like, out of nowhere, she's just got one arm missing. I guess you just assume that. Oh, you know what? I think, um, I think, what's his name? Asks about it. Uh, I think Spartan Buck asks about it. And then Locke says that Jewel and Dama, like, cut it off or something like that. Which is not the truth. Maybe. Which is not the truth. Actually, that might be the truth, but it was because she was shot in the arm. Yeah, I think Jewel and Java might have had to amputate her arm because of the fact that Sarah Palmer had to shoot it. <laughs> Weird assassination mission, too. The whole thing really didn't make sense to me. But anyway, uh, by the way, fun fact, Jimmy, the writer of Halo Spartan Ops is the one who wrote Halo 5, which is probably why all of it is so confusing. <laughs> I have a question. Go for it. So they have... I just rewatched the Star Trek series, which are great. The new movie, newer movies. Okay. Not the older um, ones. Um, right, the Chris Pine ones? Yeah. 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 And they have such like I don't know why Halo can't come up with something like brand new. <laughs> they have such a big universe. Like why can't we add something like external, like an external protagonist? You know what I mean? Well, they could. I just don't see them going that route in any different way. I feel like they're just going through the same. Sorry, what do you mean by external protagonist? So you know how in Star Trek, like they they go on a different adventure, like every movie, and they have like a different protagonist coming in. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you're talking about like a another main character that's not the Master Chief. Or I'm sorry, uh, antagonist. I'm so, I'm saying protagonist. I, I meant oh, antagonist. My okay. Bad. So somebody that's not Covenant <laughs> nor is Forerunner. Correct. Or Flood. Correct. Correct. My bad. Yeah. Okay. Like in Star Trek, they're able to come up with. I mean, it's such an open universe. They can come up with a lot of different 
like ideas. Yep. Like I feel like Halo has a big universe where they can come up with something totally different to to make a whole new game out of. You know what I mean? So this was and they just keep recycling the same the same content. Yeah, I think I think Jim, the reason why they recycled it, I think actually really does have to do with what I was saying, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I think it actually had to do with three four three trying to find a way to pull players back into the Halo universe and say, hey, we're continuing this, and look, we got the forerunners, uh, and I really do believe that because. Marcus Leto even talked about like he talked about hey if you're gonna have something new you need a new species you need a new this you need new races you so he talked about having new enemies new people who right. you would have been fighting yep. a new species and okay. like you're saying a new antagonist so the original guys who were working on Halo Jimmy they were thinking the same thing that you were thinking okay but when three for three came in. I think that they went, how do we keep people around? Okay, let's unveil more about the mysterious forerunners. So I think they could do it. You're absolutely right. Okay, because like this is all, this whole story takes place within one galaxy. You got right. other galaxies out there. You could have another galaxy outrunning some other parasite. I mean, like, uh, and you don't need to just re redo Halo, but like you could have, There's there's no reason why you couldn't have more alien factions out there and why you couldn't have like a Thanos situation. You know what I mean? Like, like a, right. a real big baddie or something like that. Like that'd be great if they build up to something like that, where it's yeah. like, okay, this is no longer a one universe thing. This is like a multiple universe. Yeah. I mean, like, multiple like, galaxy kind of thing. Like they, they developed the capacity for light speed, right? Why not develop the capacity for interdimensions, you know? And then all of a sudden yeah. they're going into, you know, some other worlds and stuff. Like there's so much that they could do with Halo. You're absolutely right. And when it comes to being science fiction, sci-fi shooters and, and space Marines, I mean, like the ideas are limitless. They really are. So why they are not expanding more, Jim? good question and and maybe we like, get some so, of that in halo it's Infinite. so disappointing because like for one thought like you can have such a massive level wars with like spartans that would look so badass and then the chief being obviously the one of the main characters you know what i mean yeah like, imagine like they go explore like some planet or they have to go to a planet because there's a a, a down ship supposedly and then they get to the planet and they actually get ambushed by the local aliens or whatever the case is right like, it, it, just stuff like that it would just be just different types of stories. I don't know. But this, I, I guess they, I guess, I don't know. I don't know why they're not going that route. Well, this idea that we have with Halo Infinite where like these, this like semi open world rescue Marines. I mean, if you think about Halo one, like there's the story that you play as the master chief, but there's also this background story that's going on that you don't really find out about unless you read the novel. And in the novel, humanity is sort of like trying to reorganize and kind of like get soldiers back and and you play a little bit of that like on the second level of halo one it's a mission called halo and on this mission you go out and you save three squads of marines that are like uh scattered throughout this whole level and three for three talked about how this game halo infinite is kind of taking a look at like a level like that and a level like the silent cartographer these bigger open world type deals um, and sort of basing their game, you know, sort of like in that sort of spirit, I'll say. So, so recycling the same stuff. Well, <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. That's, that's pretty much what it sounds like. No, because if you, 
I mean, only recycling the same stuff in the same way that you would say, like, well, Star Trek is just recycling all their old stories. They're not doing anything new. Because they're using the same protagonists and they're using the same stuff that they've always had. So, like, is it recycled? Okay, maybe. Does that make it a bad thing? No, well, not necessarily. It depends how it's executed. If they're looking at just these two specific levels and going, hey, you know what? This is actually sort of the bedrock for a much better campaign that we could design. I don't think that's the same thing as sort of recycling. Um, I mean, maybe it is, like, for an argument's sake. Uh, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, um the spirit that they're going for well all i was trying to say is that like if you take that idea of what they're trying to do in halo infinite and you apply it to hey here's a unsc infinity going out and exploring just like you're talking about maybe they get attacked by the planet below them they're stuck in orbit they can't get out or maybe it crashes right and then like your whole job of like trying to get other marines and save them like instead of this taking place on halo installation 07 it could take place on a completely alien planet with other aliens who we haven't seen before and bring us into environments that could be really interesting to explore instead of just like this, you know, Washington state kind of environment, like we're going to be doing in halo infinite. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, they could have made this game in a brand new place with brand new aliens. And instead they're kind of keeping it in house on installation zero seven, which is fine. But, to your point, they could expand. They could be making this game yes. in a different place. That's all I'm trying to say. They like, could yeah, be I don't think more. right now 343 is in a position to allow for that kind of expansion right now. Well, especially with the we, story. With, with what's going on, yeah. With what happened in Halo 4 and Halo 5, adding more species to the mix or, or so on and so forth could make it even more convoluted, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, I yeah. guess right now Halo Infinite could be focusing on, like, closing all those, the, like, that story. So then, like, if they do make a Halo 7 then like okay now we can start fresh and we can right. actually start with new bad guys or a new villain or something right T tie and up all the loose strings start this thing over you know here we go we got the story with the banished okay great let's make this a complete story and then that should allow them to be able to kind of go bigger and broader like you're talking about jim new things hopefully <clears throat> I, I just I, I don't know you're, when you said the whole Warhog and rescuing the Marines thing, I kind of like, I'm like, oh, I kind I didn't realize how much it was recycled. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not yeah. like, I mean, I understand that what they're gonna do, but I'm just all I was saying is that there's so much potential for them expanding that game. It's unreal. Yeah. Even like even like going back to have it having its own TV show or movie. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much potential for that. I mean, you know that so. Yeah, they even talked about that in that interview, too, with Marcus Leto. He talked about how uh, they were so excited. Like, they tried to get the movie, like, happening so many times. There was one time they had the, a director who ended up doing Independence Day Resurgence, which was a garbage uh, movie. Roland Emmerich. Yeah. He was, like, going through Bungie, and they're like, oh, my God, are we going to make a movie? Are they going to try and make a movie? And then the stuff with Peter <laughs> Jackson and Neil Blomkamp he was talking about. And, um, yeah. There's... Some of the assets you can still technically see in District 9. Yo, oh, you can totally Every... see them in Every, District yeah. 9. A hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. And then Elysium was a giant middle finger to Microsoft because he, he literally put a halo in space. I mean, he put a little star in there so that way it doesn't look exactly like a halo, but basically a halo. <laughs> yeah, so 
Well, I, I just I don't understand what's I don't understand what's going on with it. I, well, I think again, like when you do Halo Four, you have to make a decision. What's this story going to be about? Once you commit to making Cortana's rampancy a central focus and the Forerunners and the Prometheans a central focus, once you commit to that, and then you come up with the Spartan Ops thing, and then the main writer from Spartan Ops wants to continue basically his thing and what he yeah. thinks about what's going on, once you commit to that at the very beginning of Halo 4, you have now limited yourself, and you've put yourself in this corner where you have to complete this narratively because Mystery's right. Like, if all of a sudden this brand new antagonist came out of nowhere, you know, it'd be like, what is going on? Although, right. that, maybe that, that would be exciting. Been, <laughs> maybe that could have been neat. Yeah. Like, if uh, on the Battle of Sunion in Halo 5, like, all of a sudden this other enemy comes out of nowhere and just like squashes the Guardian. And then it's like, what is this thing? You know, maybe that actually kind of would have been neat. But. Yeah, well, then they would have to have, like, a big reset button there. It's like, okay, whatever this new threat is, it just wipes everything out of, like, existence. <laughs> All the conflicts that we have now are gone. Yeah. Now we have to fight this thing <laughs> instead. I'd be a huge fan of, of Halo messing around with time travel. I know before I talked about resetting the whole franchise through time travel. I'm not even talking about that right now, but what I'm talking about is, like, I would love for there to be some kind of moment that just kind of ends everything, but then, like, they find some way to... I just I love time travel and stuff, and I think like it could be exciting to see what Halo on a narrative level could do with time travel. Um, do you see know. what's going on in the Marvel universe? I get excited That's about some that crazy kind of stuff. stuff. No, I have no idea what's going on in the Marvel. I, I'm pretty universe. sure they're putting another putting together another Avengers team to fight the original Avengers. I don't know. I don't know if you. That guys sounds, oh, what the heck? That sounds pretty yeah. cool. I would watch. Holy that. crap! Yeah, through the TV shows though. The TV show. Oh, oh is though. Loki done now? I uh, it, it did finish, but oh, there's another version of the Avengers apparently in the comics, and I, I think they're leading. Oh, the up Dark to Avengers. That. Yeah. Uh, so. Oh, they're. Oh my God, they're adapting. Oh my God, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I so okay. So for the record, I haven't seen like WandaVision. I haven't seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I haven't seen Loki. Yeah. Right. Like I've seen, I I know that there's so certain things that are in the show based on trailers that I've seen of them, right. and now that you put that, now that you said that, I'm sitting there I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> Dark I, Avengers? I, Hold on, what? <laughs> I didn't know you liked that, so I would send you. I there's so many people on like TikTok who put videos together like that, and it's actually really good. <laughs> so I'll send you. I'll Yo, send we you need a stuff. we need an evil Master Chief to fight. Can we not? <laughs> well, imagine like that's what I said. Imagine like. There was like a a clone brother of him that went off, did his own thing, and he came back with a different type of army or something. I don't know. There's so many like different ways you can go on it. Yeah, his he, name's Agent Locke. Oof. Agent, what if you? <laughs> <laughs> what if you had like a Master Chief that like totally gave in to like Cortana's demands and like uh, just became like a like big simp for Cortana, and so like you had this kind of like seductive, evil-looking Cortana with this like Master Chief side piece. You know what I mean? Like doing all of her bidding. I, I think that that could be kind of like fun to go up against. How about like a corrupt US or UNSC trying to like invade another planet and the Master Chief's like, we're not doing this. And he oh, he like turns on him? Yeah. I hate the idea of Master Chief as a rebel, but. Why? Uh, for the same reason that people who really liked Luke Skywalker in the original trilogy then saw him in the new trilogy and went like, 
This isn't the Luke Skywalker I know. Oh, okay. For the same That's exact fair. reason. Right, yeah. yeah. They I had him, like... what, he was like, he was off on another planet forever, and yeah. like all his ideals changed? Right. Exactly. Is that what happened there? Like, he gave up on the idea of hope. He came, gave up on, like, this dude, this dude was convinced that the most evil person in the galaxy, Darth yeah, Vader, had a little bit of good in him. But he goes, ah, oh, my nephew's screwed. He, there's no good in my nephew. I'm going to try and kill him. Like, come on, bro. That's not like Luke. That's not like Luke. That's not the Luke I know. Right. Right. So same thing with yeah. the Master Chief, right? It's I like, hate to say it, but like those last three movies, I'm so confused as to what happened. I know we're going off on a whole bunch of different, right? We've talked Star Trek. <laughs> we're so we're talk Marvel, And here we are about to talk uh, uh, Star, Wars. Star Wars. But I heard that uh, Dave Filoni and John Favreau are basically... Uh, writing through the TV shows, basically writing the sequel trilogy out of existence. Like, man, this didn't really happen. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they've done a couple things, especially in The Mandalorian with, uh, oh, what's her name, Ahsoka? Um, some stuff that's happened with her that sort of doesn't really line up with what's going on in the sequel trilogy, but sort of points to them having like a, uh, this is really what happened, and the sequel trilogy is kind of not actually what happened. All right. But I anyway, hope so. <laughs> um, what I here's what I would like to see. Here's my idea for a three for three and what they can do with the forerunners. Okay, are you talking after Infinite or during? Infinite? I'm talking about after Infinite or okay or, or during because I know that they're going to make side games while Infinite is out during these next ten years. They're going to have some side games, so this could be a side thing that they do. Okay, I would love to play a narrative, uh, Halo forerunner could be a trilogy could be three games just like the books whatever but a story that takes place during the forerunner days versus the flood um and in 4k and then 120 frames per second with the graphics and amazing detail that they can make basically watch a flood invasion unlike we've ever seen just wipe out uh forerunner cities and basically just watch a apocalypse it's basically like if you could take halo and make an apocalypse uh game out of it of just like everything falling apart and breaking down and not working and then getting to the point where like at the end of the game hey the only way to uh the only way to stop this is to basically just nuke everybody like okay cool that to me actually gets me excited to play some halo forerunner games i'd be excited to play that yeah, I mean that could work. I mean, that, and that that could also help us like uh, get a better understanding of the foreigners in general, you know? Yeah. Like around that time, like going going into that time frame, like that they can for they can definitely further expand on foreigners in that particular scenario. Yeah. They As can expand to trying on to it. force it into the present. Yeah, and instead of also making you go out like, I, this is gonna be kind of dumb because Halo Four came out in two thousand eleven, I guess or 13 i forget when it came out 2012 sorry 2012 halo 4 came out in 2012 but you could sort of make that game make sense you know 15 years later with with a video game you know that might be a good idea well i mean it's not like that's not unprecedented i mean look at uh look at infinity war and endgame versus avengers 2 right like they made a lot more make sense with infinity war and endgame or avengers 2 yeah there you go so other people have done it why can't we why can't Halo? Uh, mystery. What do you think? What 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 should three for three do with the forerunners moving forward? You might have already. Answered, I don't know actually. what they should do, but I mean, I I I'm not really. I I'm I'm very much like I'm should versus could. I would 
rather rather give a could as opposed to a should. When you do a could, let's hear a could. Um, what could they do with the forerunners? Um, let's see. Right now, we've got in the main in the main story. Right now, things are really really messy. Um, they could clean that up a little bit in Halo Infinite. Um, and then. I'm sure though there's probably a lot more to expand upon. Like I'm sure like you know like the Warden Eternal and so on and so forth is not the final bits of Foreigner. It would be uh it it could be nice to see something didact related come back maybe slowly. I'm very confused as to what you're doing right now. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was, mess I was, dude. I was messing around with the zoom on my camera. I didn't mean to distract. I didn't know you had that up. I didn't mean to distract. I felt like I was really small in this box, and so I was trying to kind of. He is like he's zooming into his forehead or something, and I'm. Sitting here, I'm like, am I that boring? Like, <laughs> no. I was just, I saw something that didn't look right, and I was trying to fix it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, here's the deal with the didact, though. They kind of ended his thing in escalations. I don't know. Oh, we can skip that, right? Like, come on, <laughs> please. Just, just un unwrite it. Dave Filoni and John Favreau do it, and just unwrite it. Just pull a page out of their book. Just skip that whole thing with escalations. I mean, look, in Halo 5, I mean, they, they kind of hinted at the Didact not actually being dead with that old man Didact-looking kind of thing. That was cool. Oh, my God. That would be so cool. Like, yeah, maybe bring that idea back. Yeah, bring him back. Old man Didact. But isn't, isn't like, Didact, like, also, like, some kind of mantle or something? So isn't there going to be, like, another Didact at some point? Uh, Yeah, it's more of, like, a title than it is, like, an actual person. Um, right, so... Yeah, but all the forerunners are kind of dead except for him. So, I don't know. I don't know are if they dead anybody... or are they sleeping? Well, I don't know. That's a good question. I wonder if there's other forerunners that were hiding someplace. The Janus key could be the answer to that. Maybe there is some kind of like you know foreigner tech out there that has a foreigner that's or like a pre uh, predecessor to a foreigner that's sleeping. Right. Or like a predecessor to the Didact. Sorry. And that's what I mean. Lot, like, like do a lot we, of that flew over Jimmy's head. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Do we do yeah, more good. forerunner stuff that we already know? And that and that's exactly what I mean. Like, like there is still some stuff there to unpack, or it's like have the forerunners just kind of run their course. I I, I would the, like a proper yeah. ending with the didact though. I, I I don't know. Maybe it would be better as like a side game just to kind of wrap up all that stuff. Right, yeah, like, I mean, even if you do, like, an expansion or something, because, like, we have a lot going on with the Banished right now. Like, the Banished and the Human War. If we're, if we're skipping ahead, how many years? Two years, you think you said? Um, it... Yeah, I think it's two years. Yeah, we're skipping ahead two years. There's There was, like, a two-year Banished versus Human War that happened, right? Um, Like, Lord knows what happened with the Foreigners. Lord knows what happened with Cortana and, like, the mantle of responsibility and, the, you know, so on and so forth, right? Um... But like with the foreigners, we could kind of just slowly wrap that up, but leave a little trickle of a trail or a couple of seeds that will allow us to maybe come back to it and maybe further expand on other things foreigner related. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if the forerunners just kind of 
ended up just becoming the infrastructure for the galaxy right it's like okay we're just everything's gonna happen and you're gonna see forerunner stuff all over the place but like we're not gonna dig more back into the forerunners or continue the stuff with the didact i'd, I'd also be okay with that mm-hmm. um i just think i think because of what 343 did in halo 4 and halo 5 it was just kind of like i don't know if, i don't know if forerunners excite me anymore it's not it's not exciting because it's just not it's not understandable it's not being i, I just don't i don't get it I don't right. get it. This stuff that they did reveal, like Jimmy said, it was all at once and it was overwhelming and confusing. Right. Yeah, Jimmy did explain it the best. They didn't trickle it out and they should have trickled it out. They should have had us it, on it a trip feed. It didn't keep me. It didn't keep me in, so. No. The stuff in Halo 3 was really well, interesting. Well, like, whoa, mendicant bias? What? The old AI? What? What's this librarian thing? What's this didact thing? Oh, that's how all this happened. And then it's like, they just open they just they peeled all the layers on the onion back in halo 4 and halo 5 and it's just like oh my god right like i mean if we were in halo 4 not even in halo 5 really in halo 4 they peeled everything back do you think that maybe the didact should have been introduced in another halo title like instead of halo 4 maybe have him pull the strings or something and like a legendary ending teaser teaser at the end of like halo 4 of like the didact maybe doing something yeah you know what you guys are gonna like this but like maybe give like uh the the like at the end of the first thor when you see the shadow of thanos's head at the end credit scene like maybe do something like that with the didact you know and he's kind of like trying to come back or come out of the cryptum or something like that it was just it all just happened so fast you know what the other problem was too is like not only did it just all happen to it was just like it happened so fast and it was just like okay like like now just trying to adjust to and it's like the things with the unsc had changed and were different right and the covenant was there but not really there so it was just like it was just so thrown together and i get it it was a brand new studio and they were trying to do something for the first time but it was uh, I mean, mystery. To your point, it was just like so much, so confusing, so overwhelming. And unless you're doing all this extra deep dives into the books and stuff, you you don't know what's happening. That's why I'm kind of excited for Halo Infinite to be like a, a spiritual reboot because it's like, okay, can we can we hit the reset button here? It's like we're, the, this franchise is just being crushed under the weight of this ridiculous story that they're in the middle of, and it's just. Like it's being just, crushed. It's, yeah, it's being crushed by the weight of its own. We, lore. Ju- we just like we need. Do we just like we got to get out of that relationship, and we just got to get get a new girl. We just need a new girlfriend right now. We got we got a, we got snip snip. Let Cortana go. Let the AI go. Let the creator go. Let the Prometheans go. Let all that go, and then just give us this new thing. The banished. Okay, great. Uh, okay, I got it. Uh, red and black okay evil colors great works this guy wants to kill all of us okay great okay i can understand that on a surface level now give me really interesting and cool details in the game but red and black are evil colors yeah, Isn't your man. logo red and black? Yeah. Oh crap! Yeah, dude, it's an evil podcast, bro. You know Did I join the evil side? Did you join the evil side. I want out! I want out! <laughs> Turns out the evil side is very uh, alluring. It's got cookies. <laughs> we have cookies and room in the van. Uh, Jimmy, yeah. I don't know how you feel about the forerunner being the casual Halo fan you are. I know that you want. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. 
I know that it just you, confused the shit out of me more. Do you just want them to kind of just hey, yeah, you know, let's just move on from this and just turn away from it and just move on like it was just or like, at a, least like a bad dream? Explain it in a more laid out, easier way, simple way. But do you, as a casual Halo fan, have any desire to understand more about the Forerunners? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, not so, like, anymore. Playing the playing the games doesn't make you want to like delve into the books. And find out more about nah. foreigners. If nah. you could get information from the books, but in a video game, sorry, but in a video game, like would that interest you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that well, would. In which case, that probably would have been the best way to go, technically. Which is the way I think it would have should have gone or could oh, have gone. Maybe they should really think about that idea. Maybe they really should do that. I mean, you uh, said you're confused about it. Imagine people who oh, are yeah. just getting into the game. Oh, for sure, dude. For sure. <laughs> like, what is this I've read shit? the first two. And, uh, I've read the Forerunner books. I'm still confused. I'm still confused. <laughs> yeah, Trax is, yeah, Trax is confused and he's read the books. I haven't read those books and I'm still confused. <laughs> I'm reading it. I'm reading it, right? I'm like, okay, all I have to do is read these books and I'll understand. I don't get it. I don't know, bro. I, d I still don't get it. You know what helps me understand? When somebody else does an hour-long breakdown of the books and can explain it to me in English. And it's like, oh, okay, that's what happened. I'm sure there's people out there, right? Those people are out there. And thank God for it. Thank God for YouTube. Um, okay, so Jimmy, you would be open to seeing the Forerunners in some video game capacity that's not too crazy. Yeah. If they reintroduce them somehow, or I don't know. Well, maybe they should consider a Forerunner, one spinoff Forerunner game. To explain everything the hell that happened and uh basically get us the, that yeah the or just move on from the forerunners into something new <laughs> that's what i mean like it's, like, it's like start fresh make it a side game do it kind of like a halo reach but it's halo forerunner right allow the forerunners and flood to have their fight and duke it out and just explore the world in that way give it one game package it up okay here here you can understand halo 4 now finish that game put it out there let it be rated m let it be darker let it be uh, a little bit more sinister and evil kind of feeling and, and a little bit creepy and thrilly uh and then just like leave that and then just you know with the mainline halo games like let's move on to new things right. just imagine just imagine like a uh like a first encounter Halo game or something where like the humans encounter the the flood in the past right. for the first time. Yeah, I wouldn't right? hate that. And it could be like an alien isolation style like game. I wouldn't mind that. Like there's so many games that they could make. And a a Halo horror game, specifically horror. I mean, you got the flood. Like you have all the assets, you have everything you need. Somebody just needs right. to make a game where you, they scare the hell out of you. Same thing with the movies, too. What are what are some successful uh, video game movies? Uh, what do you think? Pokemon. I know one. I think uh, it's the best one. Pikachu? It might be Detective Pikachu. That might be the only good live action uh, video game. I enjoyed movie. Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. No, Resident oh, Sonic, Evil was heard, really good. I heard Sonic was good. Uh, you know what? The first Resident Evil I heard was good. I thought they were a good series compared to like other ones. I don't know. Because you had Doom, you had uh, Doom Lara garbage, Croft, dude. right? Tomb Raider was garbage, dude. Tomb Raider. What else is out there? Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Assassin's Creed, I heard, was garbage. Max uh, Payne. You know what the problem is? World of Warcraft. The The problem with all these movies is that they try and do the video game too much justice, and they don't just try and make a really good movie. You know? It's, all, it's always like... Like that Doom movie. Do you remember that scene where for five minutes they were in like the first person's perspective? 
because they're like, oh, the, the video game fans will love this. Dude. Let's do, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's do the one scene in the movie where uh, where it looks just like the video game. They'll love it. They'll love it. And everybody who likes video games is watching this movie like, oh, why are you guys doing this? This looks so stupid, dude. <laughs> Nobody the likes new, this. Uh, the new Mortal Kombat was, wasn't bad. I didn't see it. Maybe that was good. Ooh, I have to still watch that. I've heard, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about that. Like they, if yeah. they, I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, if they make a second Mortal Kombat movie, I'd watch it. You know, yeah, like, it wasn't bad. But we need something that's not just a good video game movie. We need like a great movie. They're they're not making them anymore. They're not good making good movies Dude, anymore. Nobody's bro. making good movies though. <laughs> what do you think about? It? There's amazing television shows, but movies yeah. like what's the last what's the Garbage. last really great movie that you saw? I just watched a really good one, but it was from 1997. <laughs> yeah, I meant. Like, what did you watch? Was it's called the game. It's called the game. Uh, what game? Really good, well, very good game. movie. What movie that was released recently would you say is like just a phenomenally amazing movie? Nothing outside of Avengers and Marvel, because yeah, they're always good. They're always pretty damn entertaining in a good way. Uh, I haven't seen anything since probably Interstellar. Let's say something that is by itself, right? Not Jurassic Park, not Fast and Furious, not Marvel, not like these these franchises that are just heavy hitters. Like its own individual thing. I was going to say Interstellar, Jimmy. I was going to yeah. say that's the movie right there for me. That's like the last decent, decently done movie. That might be my favorite movie of all time. Although um, there were a couple of war movies that I thought were good. Uh, what's that World War One movie? I don't think that was done by Chris Nolan, but it was the one that was sh basically shot in like one. Nineteen Seventeen. That's it. It wasn't. Actually, I loved that movie. It actually wasn't one shot, but they kind of do some tricks to make it look like just yeah, one shot for the whole I, movie. Yeah, no, that movie, like, it, that was a fantastic movie. So there's uh, been I've really good war movies, but outside of that, Jimmy, like, I don't know. Just... I know Parasite was held at a very high regard. I didn't see that. I mean, even even like Netflix movies too. Like, I've seen like every single movie now is it's entertaining, but it's not like it doesn't blow you away. It's because they don't take risks anymore. Like Interstellar blew me away, blew and the me music away. music soundtrack was incredible. Do 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 do. Hans Zimmer is just an amazing composer. I I can't really think of any other movies. I'm sure that there's some out there, but I can't think of them either. Interstellar really, I mean, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It might be my favorite movie of, uh, second favorite movie of all time, I would say. I mean, even with TV shows too, what, I mean, was, well, there are TV shows that have blown you away. TV shows that have blown me away? There's plenty, dude. Game of I Thrones really? blew me away. Dexter blew well, me Game away. Of Thrones, Sopranos yeah. blew me still away. Still watching Dexter. Uh, what else blew me away? Um, I named like three, and half of them have been out of. Uh, <laughs> haven't even had an episode in like ten years. Um, Breaking Bad was amazing. Better Call Saul is an amazing. I mean, amazing TV show. That's uh, a slow grind, but yeah, it's good. Um, you know what movie I actually enjoyed? Uh, The Quiet Place. I think I I like that. Oh yeah, that was too. a good yeah. Quiet Place was interesting. Because <laughs> um, that guy's a good actor in that movie uh, with the guy from The Office. John Krasinski. You know what movie yeah. was really really good? Actually, this was a pretty great movie. Live, Die, Repeat, or Edge of Tomorrow, whatever the hell that movie's called. Yes. Oh my god, there's alien movies that with uh Tim. Wait, Tommy Cruise. Tom, Tom Cruise. My boy Tommy. Jesus. I love Tom Cruise. His alien movies are phenomenal. They're so, I love Tom Cruise. <laughs> 
Um, oh, I'm curious about like... that Tomorrow War movie. I haven't seen that. The yeah, Chris Pratt movie. Chris Pratt. Yeah, I haven't seen like, that. Like the, the premise seems really cool. Like the idea of like there's a future war and they're losing really badly, so they're coming back to the past to recruit new soldiers to help them fight the war. It's pretty dope. Like it, that sounds Yeah, but cool. the soldiers aren't they only mean train to people. They just they throw girls and guys into this thing and just throw it to the future. It's so crazy. Right. right I want to watch so... this. Don't spoil anything. I want to watch it. I haven't All seen right. it yet. It's 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 okay. It's not the best movie. But... Should we do like a little movie segment on this podcast? Like let's watch a movie and then come back next week and talk about it a little bit. Yes. Just until we get I like love that a idea. lot more Halo news. I love that idea. So what? Edge of, what's the name of the movie? Tomorrow War. Tomorrow War. What's that on? Yeah. Prime Video. I think yeah. it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll watch that movie. Mystery. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Do you think you can watch it before next week? Uh, I might be able to. Uh, heck, I work at a movie theater, so. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is go. that movie out in theaters too? No, it's it Amazon Prime though, specifically. Right? If you want to know what we're playing right now, I have a list actually right here. Yeah, I want to know because I don't even know what movie. Um, so out. the theater, so the movies that we're playing right now, we have a lot of Fast and Furious Nine. Nice uh, Black Widow. So out of sixteen of our theaters, I think almost half of them are split between. Fast and Furious 9 and um, Black Widow. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> then we have, we're playing The Forever Purge. We're playing nice. Escape Room Tournament of Champions. I haven't seen any of those Purge movies. I, I want to watch them. We're, play, uh, we're playing A Quiet Place 2. Uh, Peter, Rabbit 2. Peter Rabbit 2. Yeah, they Wait, made real quick, Peter Rabbit 2. Wait, real quick. Real uh, quick. The Quiet Place 2 is on Paramount Plus right now. You can watch it at home. But go ahead. Wait, A Quiet Place. is That's the sequel to the movie that you really like, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, that's one with it was an excellent uh, movie. Sarah, what's her name? Sandra Bullock, Emily no. Blunt. Emily Blunt. Oh, uh, maybe oh, I'm thinking God. of a different movie then. I'm thinking of Bird um, Box. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bird Box. Uh, we're playing The Conjuring Three, Space Jam: A New Legacy, Space Boss Jam. Baby Two, uh, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, and yeah, that was it. Sounds like great movies. Three of them. Did you okay? So there was an article that 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 was posted recently about. Um, I guess we're gonna go into a movie tangent right now. But like, uh, apparently, like the um, like the the people like at the headquarters of like the movies, they sent uh, <laughs> a a message to like Disney uh, explaining how about how upset upset they are that they released Black Widow on Disney Plus as well. Yeah, I bet it's probably killing theaters. Just letting it being a theater a theatrical release. Yeah, I bet it's killing theaters. Oh well, Fast and Furious Nine is probably is the theater is, is probably filling up mo- most seats in our theaters right now. Right. Um, Although, also, you know, I was thinking about this. I don't think that the Marvel Universe has the pull that it did before Avengers Endgame. I don't know if as many people are watching Black Widow as we're watching. I think I think at this point we it's going to be a little bit it's going to be a dry spell for a little while, and then as we start building and growing more for this next phase. Uh, for Marvel, and we get closer to that Avengers title, that's when like people will start coming more and more to those movies. You think so? We just need to get people to like Shang Chi, and like all the other new characters that they're trying to bring in. Bring are they likable? Are they naturally likable? Are they trying to? We force won't this? know until until we watch the movie, right? Who the hell is Shang Chi? Who is that? What's what's? That's uh, one of those kind of characters you're kind of scraping the bottom of the, ba- uh, bottom of the barrel. But Shang Chi is like uh, a master martial artist, like a uh, almost like an Iron Fist. I don't know who Iron Fist is either. 
But I'm also the wrong person to talk to about comic book heroes. Jimmy, do you know who this is? Jimmy, help me here. <laughs> I have no idea, actually. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Sorry. I want them to start. I want them to start making video game movies. They've got to be doing this at some time. At some point, they need to. I think yeah. that'll probably that'll probably be the next big thing. Like once we figure out the formula for video game movies, I'm pretty confident that yeah, video game. Well, movies the show does well, bro. The Halo show does well. They could oh, do a Halo movie. Dude, they can't even keep the show. I mean, they're making the Walking Dead movies. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. but the Walking Dead has had a. How many seasons have they had of that show? I don't even know anymore. Eight, they, I think they're ten, on season ten. eleven. They've had a, a proven audience, a, a a rabid fan base for that show. I mean, they could they but could Halo release... does too. It could actually open up Halo to a lot more people well, too. They do it right. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I am. You had one showrunner for all of The Walking Dead, didn't you? I mean, they added mm. more. Wasn't all the one guy? Not really. It was one guy for a while, and then he stopped, and someone else took over. Really? Yeah. Essentially, it's been one person throughout. Right. Yeah. So uh, like Breaking Bad, all Vince Gilligan. Better Call right. Saul, all Vince Gilligan. All these great shows usually have one dude who's doing it. This freaking guy who did the first season of Halo is like, well, if they do the second season, I'm, I'm not going to come back. Like, oh, bro. Well, they had two showrunners for Halo. And they, this, they've already gone through two in one season. <laughs> If this is well, not a good sign. I laugh at it. I'm sorry. I just... It's not a good sign. They're throwing so much money at this. It's like... Uh, <laughs> they should have just sorry, hired bro. somebody. They should have just gone like Vince Gilligan. Here's all the money. We need you to make a Halo. Here's a, here's a blank check. Here's all the money. We need you to do a Halo TV show. Please. <sighs> so sad. Assuming he wants to do it, that's the thing. Like, if he doesn't want to do it and he's being forced to no, do it, here's then, like, all you're not going to get something. Though. Vince, here's all the money. <laughs> here's all the money. We, we just need this to be... Just please make it a great show. Deviate from the lore all you need to. Just make it a great show. Here's your characters. <laughs> it's going to be it's gonna be Master Chief Breaking Bad. <laughs> here, here, here's why I'm worried about the Halo TV show, right? Okay. And here's maybe why video game movies don't work out well. Video game movies take characters from from a narrative that is designed with you, the player, in mind. So when you're then making a movie or a TV show, like I don't know how many movies or TV shows get made with the idea of, hey, here's this character. Okay, now what's the world they're going to be in? I think, I, and I could be wrong on this because everybody has different creative processes. But I I kind of thought that the idea was like, you start out with something a little bit more vague. And then like, okay, well, what's the problem? What's going, like, what's the world? What's the problem in the world? Okay, now the characters kind of just come out and like, okay, here's the character. Chris Letta, or not Chris, Marcus Letta was kind of talking about that creative process. Right, yeah. Right, he's like, hey, here's an interesting idea. Uh, Okay, and that'll be neat. Okay, now what's the world that they can be in? Okay, now what's the problem that there is? Okay, boom, now you have your characters. Whereas if you're trying to write your characters first, then depending on what's going on in the world and the problem that there is, I, these characters might not work for that. Right. Like characters are a tool for a narrative. The narrative is not a tool for the characters. It sounds a little bit backwards. So I feel like when you're making a video game movie, 
it's like like why did detective pikachu work what pikachu didn't have a set way of being and they didn't use ash they didn't use anybody else from the games or from the anime new character why because we got this other thing this other story that's happening so we need somebody who's brand new and fresh so if you're trying to if bring I'm in correct there was a game right detective pikachu game Ah, uh, maybe but it's, you know and that's, i'm pretty sure it was that might have come pretty heavily the... based oh you're that. right i totally forgot about the detective pikachu games yeah i'm pretty it's, sure like it's the, like a the game boy advance very... game wasn't it I, I i can't i mean i can fact check if you like the guy playing best chief that. in the halo tv show looks like a fit adam sandler yeah do you know who he is he was in um uh pablo schwaber he schwaber schwaber whatever his yeah, name is he was in uh he was in orange is the new black he played one of the most interesting characters in that show so i'm actually not upset about the choice for master chief i never watched it so i don't know apparently detective pikachu came out on the nintendo 3ds there you go in 2018 or okay so there was a 2016 release in Japan, and then 2018, I think it came for worldwide. When did the movie come out? Uh, I want to say 2019. Oh wow! Okay, so that was that? soon after. They must have had the idea for the game and the movie, because they had they had to both have been in development at the same time. If the game released in 2018, oh no, you said re-released. So maybe they made the game, and then a little bit of time went by, and they're like, "Hey, we could make a movie." But anyway, okay, Forerunners, yeah, whatever. Let's see what they do. Uh, real quick, real quick, bro. Do you think? <laughs> do you think Halo TV shows will be, will be worse than the uh, Amazon Lord of Rings show? No, actually, I think I think the Lord of Rings show is going to be worse. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should bet dude, on because it. at least the people who are making the Halo TV show are trying to make it good. <laughs> <laughs> the people making the Amazon show are like, "Hey, how do we uh, how do we take Tolkien, eat it, throw it back up?" Mix it with Game of Thrones, have a new baby called this Lord of the Rings TV show. How does that, what does that look like? Like, at least they're not looking at Halo and going like, hmm, this needs to not be Halo. True. So, True. I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, the other two Halo movies came out already as well, right? Yeah, but they weren't really, they were kind of movies. They are like teasers. They were like... Was it Forward into Dawn and... Yeah, they, they were... I forget what the other one's called. Uh, Nightfall. They were like... Right. Um, I mean, I guess technically they were movies, but they weren't like a Halo movie movie. They were like... They were like... Okay, here's the difference. They were like promotional... They were made... <laughs> extended prom promotional yeah, material. They, like they, they were promotional material. They were made to promote... Like... Halo Forward Unto Dawn was made to promote Halo 4. And you know this because at the very beginning of the game and at the at the very beginning of the movie and at the very end, it is Captain Lasky during the time of Halo 4 who was like, we got to go get save the Master Chief. So the whole movie is Captain Lasky as a kid with the events leading up to when he meets Master Chief the very first time. So that movie, Forward Unto Dawn, is all of, and the name of the title, Forward Unto Dawn, is the name of the ship that Master Chief is on in the very beginning of Halo 4. So the whole point of that movie was to promote the video game. Same thing with Nightfall. It's when we're not introduced, but it's when we get some background on Spartan Locke. So it was made to promote 
Halo 5. These were not standalone. Hey, let's make a let's make a Halo movie and let's just make it epic and, and amazing. This was like, oh, how do we make something that's kind of like promotional for our game? So I, I think it was like the the intentions of, of those movies make them not like a Halo movie. That's fair. In the same way that like Iron Man is a movie. Oh no, bro. Let's see, right? Like I want I would almost consider those web series more than I would a movie. In fact, they released on the web 15 minutes at a time. Did they really? Forward Unto Dawn for sure did. Nightfall may not have. I didn't know that. But I remember I remember Forward Unto Dawn was released in like maybe it was 20 minute increments. Say, like, hey, here's the first twenty minutes, and each increment had its own little story arc. So, like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't one large story arc. It was like six little story arcs taking place in this one large story arc. So, I, I don't know if, I don't know if I would quant quantify or qualify Forward Unto Dawn as a Halo movie. Although you could watch it in one sitting, and it takes like an hour and twenty minutes. But uh. Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, it's probably that. I don't know. Do we want to keep talking about this? Let's move on. <laughs> Mister, you <laughs> okay, there he is. Real um, quick, bro, real quick. Yeah, for the Lord Rings it. thing. Yeah. Know, it's not Halo, but the, uh, they were, now they were mentioning they're going to have nudity in the TV show. Uh-huh. They're only saying that the nudity is going to be from, because they're going to show the, uh, the rise of the orcs from the elves, how the elves turn into orcs. And like apparently there's gonna be kind of like naked elves, which kind of turn into the orcs, kind of like you see in the uh, two towers when they when they make the orc eye. Yeah, they said that that's the the extent of the nudity in the in the TV show that's gonna be. So oh I'm actually, yeah, I'm feeling well, better that's gotta it. make you feel a little bit better. Yeah, I the, I actually was looking into it more, uh, and I'm actually feeling better about it. So. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling a lot more confident about the Halo show than I am the Lord of the Rings show. Though. <laughs> Who freaking knows? Dude, because oh, if it's like God. Game of Thrones, there's literally just going to be wieners in every single scene. You're going to be like, dude, why do I have to see another? What is going on here? There's just wieners everywhere. Um, you ever see the South Park episode of Butters when he finally watches Game of Thrones? He's like so angry the next day when he goes to school. He's like, I, I saw the show. The show sucked. There's wieners everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so like, there's a dragon lady but then there's another wiener jesus christ this show has so many wieners <laughs> um all right uh real quick uh the halo infinite beta uh has reached over a hundred thousand people who have signed up for the halo infinite beta that is a very promising sign. I don't know how many people usually sign up for betas, and most games these days are in beta forever. Like, I'm pretty sure Fortnite is still technically in beta. Uh, but the fact that they had 100,000, over 100,000 people try and sign up for the beta, I think is a very, very, very good sign, a very healthy sign. Again, this is not a game that is released. This is a game where you have to follow all these extra steps in order to get into the beta. Now, that being said, a whole bunch of people did not complete their applications uh, and follow all the steps because, you know, this wasn't a simple sign up. You had to, you know, answer a question or do something like that. Uh, but the fact that there's 100,000 people trying to sign up for the Halo Infinite beta is a very good sign. It means that people are very interested in Halo Infinite. Uh, to put this in perspective, I think the Halo Infinite beta 
looks to be more popular than all of Halo 4's multiplayer and maybe all of Halo 5's multiplayer. I don't know if they ever had 100,000 people like getting on all at once, even like when their games first came out. I know Halo 4 never did. I'm not sure what the numbers look like for Halo 5. I don't think, I don't know if anybody knows actually. Uh, but I haven't seen 100,000 people playing Halo since uh, Halo 3. So the fact that there's 100,000 trying to get into the beta means that when this game finally releases, it's a very, very good sign for, Jimmy, for an initial burst Watch. of energy, an yeah. initial excitement for Halo Infinite multiplayer. Now we'll see. People might get into this beta and go, but I'm done. I've actually played betas before where I'm like, well, I guess I don't need to play the game. The beta was enough for me. I think I did that with... Uh, Star Wars Battlefront. I played the beta and I was like, oh, okay, I know what this game is. <laughs> I don't need to play it anymore. I got my uh, 10 hours in or whatever. Um, but that's a very promising sign. Um, are you guys signed up for the Halo Infinite beta yet? No. Uh, I am. Okay, Jimmy, are you going to get signed up? Are you going to play with us? Uh, also, I uh, get plenty of reminders to sign up. <laughs> from I tried to sign up and it was like all these crazy questions. Uh, all right, so I you're just... one of the 100,000 who have not completed it. Okay, yeah. Okay, hold on. So, are you finding those questions rather confusing or overwhelming? Or, like, what's going on there? What are the questions? Because I haven't signed up yet, either. Um, questions are, like, they're, like, typical, like, questions, like, oh, what's your favorite Halo game? Um, like, when you're playing, yeah, like, why do I need it? to play? Like, well, why are you having such a hard time with that, Jimmy? It's just, it's crazy. Like, they shouldn't be asking those type of questions. <laughs> <laughs> what? They shouldn't be asking those questions. It's like, basically just, an application. I just want to sign up for the goddamn right. game. I don't want to answer all these right. crazy, stupid questions that are like, I want. I'm interested in the game. Why do you have to ask me what type of Halo I like? It's like, basically an application accompanied with a survey. Like they want to get some information yeah. from people who are signing up, and that's right. Annoying. Um, I think so. There, there was also some like setup questions, like, oh, hey, so if you're gonna be playing, like, what's the max hertz your monitor is gonna be? And really? And so yeah. yeah. Oh, that is kind of annoying. And that's why that's why I think most people are not. I don't really, think most people like, know. Most people going know forward with that is that like when you ask questions like how many hertz is your monitor, mm -hmm. well, most players most people like, don't know. You know. Casual console players may not even know what a hurt what hertz are. Yeah, like when I think of like a hurt, I'm thinking of, like my leg hurts. Like, I don't know. Yes. I don't know how to explain that. Like, is my monitor in pain? You know, how many yes. hertz does it have? Exactly. Is it three hertz? Is it 120 hertz? Is it 120 hertz? Jimmy, how hurt is your monitor? I mean, okay, so I guess hurt. to clarify for those that don't know, hertz is essentially like the frames per second that your monitor is running at. Yeah. There you go. Easy peasy. It's probably 120. What, um, your monitor? No, it's just everyone's. Just say 120. <laughs> just everybody says 120. No, I think mine's actually 144, but it's not set up for... Oh, I could set up on my Xbox Series S, I think, to improved the, the number because i think on the xbox one it was stuck at 60 it couldn't go higher than that for me yeah my monitor is stuck at 60 but somehow i have to turn my mind i have to get like into the settings on the monitor plugged into my computer to change it I don't know, it's it's a little confusing to be honest i'll wait you'll wait for what the game you're not even dude you're not gonna sign up for the beta come on bro if you do it for me i will you're such a so annoying <laughs> three for three look at this casual halo player interested in the beta not going to do it because of all these extra questions you're asking they're making it a free game but they want to like 
pre-screen you to play the beta. Like what? Come on now. That's what I'm saying. Fuck out of here. Just let me play the beta without what I'm saying. having to go through a goddamn survey. Come this, on. This is the perspective of a casual Halo player who was Ugh. interested in Halo Infinite and now going like, ugh. I mean, like, we didn't have to do that stuff before for betas, right? No, I don't think so. Like, the Halo Reach beta came out with, what, Halo 3 ODST? You had to buy Halo 3 ODST. That was the only problem. If I remember correctly. Uh, yes, you are right. Um, and then same thing with Halo Three. Like you got the Halo Three beta with crackdown. another another game that you Crackdown. Yeah, Crackdown. There you go. I remember my buddy Ryan when I was a kid. He had Crackdown to play the Halo Three beta. He ended up really liking Crackdown. I, I think a lot of people actually ended up going like, "Oh, this isn't a bad game at all." But it was weird that the Halo Three beta was hidden in another game. That's kind of weird. Right. Jimmy, would you rather the beta be stuck in another game where you just have to buy another game and play it or this application? I'd rather buy the game. <laughs> You'd hey, rather pay money for a game wanna, that you yeah, may not If you want to pay me 60 bucks, dude, I'll fill that application out for you. Yeah, it's so much easier. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, did you guys see the story about Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson both going into space? Yeah, there's a lot of backlash apparently from it. What do you mean? What's I the... have not. Please explain. What's the backlash? People are pissed because he has the money to go. Oh to my space, god! But... Then stop on if you stop can't buying say... Amazon, right? Yeah, then stop buying That's Amazon products. Stop buying Amazon products then. Um, all right, so Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson, within I think a week or two of each other, have both gone on privately funded trips into space, low orbit, or not even orbit, like low low space um why this is exciting is because if you have a bunch of people trying to get into space it means that just like skydiving there are going to be people who want to pay money in order to fly in space the more people that want to go skydiving or fly into space means that there's going to be more people who are trying to capture that market which means it'll get cheaper over time and people like us jimmy mystery will be able to i don't know sometime in the next decade maybe more maybe less will be able to afford to fly into space. How cool is that? Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for that. It's going to be my first on my list, bro. Jimmy, you'll fly to space as soon as you can? Yes, 100%. Mystery, how about you? Would you ever hop in one of their ships and fly up into lower space? Probably not. <laughs> Would you ever skydive? Maybe. Really? You're not interested in going into space? No, not really. I want to feel what it's like zero, zero G's, bro. I think just getting into space is kind of like a, wow, I was in space. Right. I, real quick. Um, what was I going to say? What were you going to say? I was going to say. I hope you're going to say it really quickly, though. No. The... <laughs> no, of course yeah, real, Oh, yeah. Here's what I going to say. Remember when I saw Gary V and met Gary V, bro? Yeah. Uh, Richard Branson was there, and then we listened to him, and he said that he was going to do it, and he freaking did it. Wow, I'm, actually, at... I'm impressed. How long ago was that? Oh, man, 2016, that was. It's not bad. Five years later, he did it. Yeah. He said 2020s, like, and yeah, so I'm... I'm... We'll, give, we'll give him a year because of COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets an extra year. Um, <laughs> wow, that's pretty... That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, so... Yeah um you know uh, i'm i'm going for it I, I i can't wait i actually want to be able to maybe by the time they do have a commercial you'll be actually able to see earth itself like i want to be out in there where you actually can see earth i want to start a fund to send all the flat earther earthers into one of these flights so that way they can see the roundness of the earth oh that'd be awesome that's a good idea actually that's a really maybe. good idea isn't it 
Like, how do we stop this annoying group of people? Uh, Mystery, are you a flat earther? Negative. Okay, so yeah, so I want to take all the flat earthers, get them together, ship them up into space so they can see the whole thing, and then we could be done with that whole conversation. Well, they say with the flat earth, so there actually is a good theory with the flat earth. But... <laughs> You brought this up, I think, like three weeks ago, right, or something. Well, they like, say when the ash went chats. Now that was hollow like... earth. Hold on. I, oh, it, right. Yeah. How could well, how that... could you have hollow earth and flat earth? Well, the, all right. There's this is two different theories, all right? Okay. So they think like, like the hollow earth people and flat earth people like fight with each other. <laughs> I don't know. Cool. I guess. Well, they think the, they think flat earth is more like a disc. The earth is more like a disc, and when the asteroid hit it, it flipped all the dinosaurs off, and that's what happened to the Dude, dinosaurs. Dude, that can't but... be real. Is that real? <laughs> I'm dead serious. That's a great explanation. <laughs> what happened to the dinosaurs? Oh, they got they got yeeted out into space, bro. When the when the meteor hit them, and then some the, of them stayed because the they obviously yeah. So, right. oh, in terms of hollow, are you talking about the crypto terrestrial uh, theory? And, uh, yes, we are. The what yeah, the go. crypto terrestrial theory is the theory that extraterrestrial beings are actually a mysterious and secretive race that are hiding inside Earth in the hollow, which is actually pretty damn relevant because a lot of the ufos come out of the ocean a lot of ufos come out of hold on hold on what you you really caught me off guard here now i'm totally okay moving on from the space thing i am and we talked about the multiplayer beta okay okay i'm ready now go ahead the hell are we talking about for the record he's he's now sitting up in his chair He's got his microphone ready and everything. <laughs> the crypto terrestrial hypothesis. The crypto terrestrial hypothesis. Okay. Proposes that an extraterrestrial being, yeah, or Just beings are beings. actually a very mysterious and a secretive race of aliens that live inside the Earth. Oh, inside the Earth. Yeah. Oh, like the yes. foreigners. Is there- <laughs> yeah. Is this they inside exist- the hollow Earth or just inside the Earth? It- so there's another theory that the Earth isn't. Actually, there's a more relevant theory that the Earth isn't hollow. It's more webbed inside. It looks like a cobwebs almost. Oh, uh, okay. And there's stuff living inside, including these extraterrestrial beings, and they have been here as long as longer than humanity. Why so do you think they're staying under the ground? Like, what's the idea for why they're so under like the Godzilla? They're saying that maybe that at one point they lived on the Earth and there was some type of. Uh, reckoning on the earth like i don't know or whatever and they had to go underneath oh. to live and they ended up getting Liking used it. to it and just staying under there right and now now they come out um and they're also saying that like you know atlantis what <laughs> atlantis we, we are jumping from like well okay okay no no no, no, no. Atlantis. you know how they're like like uh ancient civilizations they're thinking that a lot of the ancient civilizations had contact with these beings and had the uh technology that these beings have and they actually live underneath the earth with them oh so all the atlantis people have been underground yeah underground somewhere so and apparently there's just like big opening in antarctica that no one's allowed to go near so they they and there's like holes in the ocean why are they called crypto because i thought these were going to be like currency beings Crypto is crypto is like mysterious, secretive, they hide. Oh, like a crypt, like crypt. Like a crypt like a, dumb or a crypt. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was thinking crypto, like Bitcoin. Right. So I thought maybe the they were living in the wires or something. 
No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> that'd be pretty wild. That's a whole other. Thing, now, but... what's their goal? What are the what's their what are the crypto terrestrials trying to approve? There's no goal. They just, I guess the they don't want the technology to, their technology to be leaked somehow. I don't know. What yeah, like Wakanda? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? Freaking knows. So you've given me the premise of Godzilla versus Kong. Nice. Yeah. Halo's Forerunners. Yep. And Black Panther. Well, the Black Panther is probably going a little too far uh, because they're they're not on the Earth itself; they're inside. Does that make sense? Whereas Black Panthers, Wakanda. Yeah, but they was have like, technology that they're trying to keep to themselves. I think that was the Black Panther. Uh, that, okay, yeah, fine. Was, Aquaman. Uh, what? Aquaman. No, <laughs> Aquaman blows. What? Let's keep away from that. Dude, Aquaman's the best hero. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm just joking. Aquaman sucks. Um, okay. All right. So what do we do about them? I mean, <laughs> what do we, we start yeah. all that war? That's all we do about them. <laughs> well, Naturally, <there's>... right? Like <laughs> Do we just start throwing sticks of dynamite into our backyards, like underground? Do we just <laughs> how do we, we can't do anything, my brother? We can't do anything? Yeah. What a hopeless thing to come away with. Yeah, I want. Well, what do we? What's what, what's the point here? I, I was just saying it. It's a, just a theory. That's all. It's a theory. So it's a thing that's happening, and we just have to accept it. Well, obviously, the UFO phenomena is a thing. We could all agree to that, right? I mean, the governments have pretty much put out videos. I mean, the, did you see the Pentagon? The video no, that I just I, released. I, There's I, a freaking am... UFO flying over the ocean, clear as day. I am not convinced that UFOs are aliens yet. I don't know if they are either. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not saying UFOs are aliens. I'm right. just saying. I'm it just could saying. Be... Right. I'm just saying that's what I'm not convinced of. I'm. I'm convinced these are crazy things, but I'm not convinced that these. I, are aliens. I just like if they were if they were human, then whatever government has it, I would be scared of the most. That's all. Yeah, probably. I mean, U.S. government probably has them because or the Russia. most UFO sightings were in the United States. Oh, that's an interesting theory. Yeah. Oh, I, I had a thought for you know how they move around like crazy, and you're like, well, no person would be able to survive that. Yeah. Rather, probably drones. Probably being controlled somewhere else. Could be. Yeah, it could be. I mean, they even Bob Lazar is saying there's not much inside the ship. Yeah. Like it's very basic, very like all that's like one piece. It's not like. If you were in an alien ship stuff. and there wasn't a lot of room, what kind of snack would you take with you? Chicken cheesesteak. I'd probably take like uh, nerd uh, clusters. Oh, that type of snack. Uh, what kind of snack you want, dude? Mystery, what kind of snack are you taking with you in the spaceship? <laughs> this is a weird problem. <laughs> this is stupid. I don't know. Some Cadbury mini eggs or something? There you go. I love these hands. Cadbury mini eggs. See, if this podcast was really big, I would love to see just like people making art of just like all of us in our spaceships with different candy and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Fighting off the the crypto extra something terrestrial. Uh, Jimmy, folks, right? I, yeah. I'm really disappointed we, we don't have a call to action here about the crypto terrestrials. A call to action? <laughs> is this like a... <laughs> What is this like a? Uh... We need a we need an Uncle Sam or something. Yeah, dude. I want you, but what do you want me to do? We can't do anything, bro. I don't. We're, I we're, don't accept it. 
We're all slaves to the system. It's, the system has nothing do to do with the crypto terrestrials living on, on, on under my house. Yeah, but we are being. Uh, we're like we're livestock. I much. will not be subjugated. What do I do? You can't do anything. Yes, I can. All right, I have an mow idea. The lo- mow the lawn. Let's do it. What do you got? All right, <laughs> I I mow the lawn. <laughs> what if grass are the fingers of the crypto terrestrials trying to reach out to us and we keep chopping uh, off their fingers? Uh, that's the- just a theory. <laughs> a crypto terrestrial theory. <laughs> and cut. All right, Sorry, I have. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on, Jimmy. My bad. I have exactly what we're what you're looking for, but I have to look it up. Uh, so can you talk about it for a second? Yeah. All right, how about this? The earth is actually alive. Dun, dun, dun. And the grass is its hair. Bum, bum, bum. What, so we're living on Ego, the living planet? Yes. Okay. I can accept that, like sure. like five minutes, I could bring it up. Hold on. I got to look it up. I forget what it's called. I have it, but I forget what it's called. Oh, we got to kill it's... five minutes. Yeah, sorry, I could bro. kill five minutes, dude. I'm, I'm sure you can. How would you kill five? If you had five minutes, how would you kill it? Well, I would just start saying everything that's literally coming into my brain. <laughs> how do you multitask if you have everything in your brain? <laughs> it's like you're, you're, you're talking about the podcast and then and you just have this other theory going on in your head. Bro, I've been thinking about different video games that I would make personally. I've been thinking about children's books that I want to write. I've been thinking about what I would want to do with my stream if I came back to streaming. I was thinking about different uh, TikToks that I want to make. So here's this one TikTok account that I want to make. I want to make a TikTok account where everything is to the extreme. Okay. So like there was this day where I was delivering mail and this lady had a dog, right? And usually we avoid dogs like the plague. We're like, get that dog away from me. Pick it up. But this day <laughs> I was up. like, <laughs> this day I was like, oh, uh, you know what? This dog actually looked really friendly. And the dog was really friendly. So then I, I bent over and I put my hand out so the dog could kind of come over to me. So that way it was like more of a friendly thing. Dog coming to me instead of me going to the dog. Dog came over. I started scratching his ears. Very old. Very nice. Right. So lady goes, oh, that's so nice. And then in an instant mystery, I had this entire idea flash in my brain where like, okay, this is how the TikTok would go, right? I pet the dog. The lady goes, oh, that's so sweet. And I go, oh, what a nice dog. And then the camera cuts back to me. And then the dog is now like licking my face, right? And the lady goes, oh, it's just, it's so nice to see, you know, and then it cuts back. And then there I am licking the dog, licking me. And then it cuts back to the lady. And then she's just like, just straight face, just like looking like what is happening here? And then it cuts back to me and then just like you know how like action sequences in movies they like slow the frames per second to make it look more actiony and then they shake the camera a whole bunch (laughs) so it cuts back to like uh like it's like a sort of like scene where it shows all three of us and then it starts getting into the action thing and i pick up her dog and i sprint away with it right and i hop into my uh mail truck and i just drive off and the lady's like get my dog we need the dog police and then i start getting chased by the dog dog police police. okay but the dog police aren't what you think they're not police officers who protect dogs they are dog police officers so i start getting chased by these dogs who are police officers who protect other dogs right so i'm running away and i'm shooting behind me at the police dogs the police dogs are chasing me firing at me they accidentally hit my new dog friend 
who dies right there on the sidewalk right next to me and i have this little romantic like no don't die doggy don't die right and then the dog dies and then i'm just i'm so distraught so then i go kind of like on a suicide mission i go at the dog police who then shoot me up uh and then i die and then that's the end of the tiktok all of it happens within about 20 seconds i feel like you gave me like a three picture movie or something right now <laughs> Also, I found one I'm looking for. I have to wear it. Oh my god, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was staged, right? This is entirely staged. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, good. All right, this is steps on how to make. <laughs> I'm only gonna go over this once. All and right. maybe I'll, I'll put the. Uh, how do we fight the terrestrial cryptos? No, this is not fighting. This is how to make ET contact. This is no, the CF. This I is... wanted a game plan. I know this is CE5 basic protocols, okay? This is about summoning aliens. I don't want to summon them. We're not battling aliens. I'm battling aliens. I don't want to battle aliens. We want to we want to connect with no. them and meditate with them. No. The second yes. I see you an alien... meditate with them? Yes. <laughs> Holy frick. This is mindfulness. <laughs> this is... This, this, all of a sudden, we got the plot for, what, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal no, Skull? This is legit. <laughs> this is legitimate. Jimmy, if I see an alien, okay, alien comes down, lands on Earth, okay? You're over there with your other hippie alien friends, and you're going, no, oh, peace with the aliens. Jimmy, I'm walking up with the biggest handgun I can buy and blowing that thing's brain all over the ramp of its ship. Oh, my God. I'll be so bad at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go and on. I'm gonna stand over the alien and go, "Humans win!" Bah, 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 bah. And then the, all the humans will start cheering, except for you. I'm only gonna I'm gonna scan through this. Right there. there are five steps to this. Okay, there okay. are five steps. Right. <laughs> this is legit. I have an actual PDF file. Step on this. five: Buy all this the guns. CE five protocols are called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. It's human initiated contact with non human beings. Okay, non human beings. Got it. The first step is to locate and designate an appropriate spot for your CE five experience. I agree. And this is usually away from the city, uh, dark skies. Yep. You want to be secluded. Preferably higher. be with a small group. But you want the higher ground. Yes. Step two. Prepare yourself for meditation. So there's yes. a lot there's meditating involved in this. You need okay. to imagine yourself looking down the, the scope of your rifle. <laughs> that's not that's not what he was saying, but okay. No. I'm gonna punch you. What? This is serious. I'm serious. <laughs> You're talking about meditating, bro. That's what they you do. know your intentions, bro. You gotta be very careful with yeah. this. They're gonna know my intentions when it hits them in their brain. <laughs> They don't have just brains. a lead bullet in their brain. That's my intention. They're just conscious. lead. I'll let you distract them while I ambush. <laughs> All right, so we're on the same page for the first two steps. What's the third? Third step is made. Uh, third step is the actual meditation and stating your intentions. Yep. Outward or inward. Easy. Okay. I intend to put a bullet in your head. I this intend to put a bullet in your brain. Your thought should be centered on one thing. Such as love or peace or <laughs> violence in your terms. Or the scope of your rifle. <laughs> the mood Wait, should... so Jimmy, are you going to sit there and you'll be like, I intend to pork you because I can't seem to get... <laughs> Listen, bro. 
<laughs> I don't know if they'll show up for that, but... That's my bad. That's messed up. I'm only trying to relate to what you were saying a couple podcasts ago about how girls just don't want to listen to what you have to say. I don't want to talk about that. We're not talking about that anymore on this podcast. It's <laughs> the greatest thing I've ever heard on this podcast. Okay, so Jimmy, you're going to meditate about porking them. I'm going to meditate about shooting them. Yeah. They're definitely yeah, coming to state, Earth. Dude. Yeah, state the intentions. <laughs> yeah. Okay? You want to be up. You want to be upbeat. What's the, happy. Are we on step four? I feel like steps two through four have been the same thing. It's a slow process. The step four is <laughs> focus on your heart center, okay? Mentally project. <laughs> yes. Mentally project yes. your supposedly peaceful intentions. Yes. You want to aim at the center of mass. Yeah, and invite them out. Invite and have the invitation out into the cosmos. Okay? Oh, alien! I have some things for you. Just invite them out like that. Yes. Oh, I got some water. Aren't you thirsty? What if aliens don't like water, though? I got some beef. Oh, there's six steps. My Aren't bad. you hungry? You want a steak? <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> All right, oh, the fifth Eddie step. And I have some resources. <laughs> I'm about to exit this podcast. No, just, just talk over him. It's fine. <laughs> just talk over him. Oh, aliens, come out and play. <laughs> don't you want to make friends? <laughs> So what's step five? <laughs> then they show up. Step five: scan the skies for ET crafts yes. or visual phenomena. Get those anti-aircraft right. missiles ready. This is the big and bold words. Says be open to possible telepathic communication. Oh shit! I wasn't ready for that. All right. Uh, step six is write down or journal your experiences. Debrief. Yo, can we do this on the podcast? I guess we could, but <laughs> you're in the city, so. So what? You can't be in a city. Why? You have to be outside so you can see everything. Why? Because that's what the directions say. Yeah, but they said they'll talk to you telepathically. Yeah, but you have to be in direct line outside. In direct line? What does that even yeah. mean? What's that mean? Mystery, what if I just what's grab that mean? like a telephone line and like, you know, throw it their way? <gasps> and you can't be drunk. You can't be high. You can't be any of that. Bro, talk to yourself, okay, dude. It's a I'm very fine. spiritual uh What about process. caffeine? What about caffeine? No caffeine. Oh. So is all of this like all like Oh, Elliot, like... I have some coffee here. <laughs> so is this all like Assuming that the uh, the aliens are only trying to be peaceful, correct. Well, don't if worry, are, Jimmy. If that's why you have me as a yeah, friend. No, no. Real quick, if there are violent aliens, we would have seen it already. So we know they're peaceful. <laughs> you heard that mystery? We know. We know. Hundred percent. We hundred percent. Yo, you know what's gonna be funny, Jim? Right? The aliens yeah. are gonna come down. Right? You're gonna you're gonna meditate. The aliens are gonna come down. But then the, they don't calm the down. Crypto to you. terrestrials will come out of nowhere and yank them on the ground, and then you'll go, "Damn it, we should have dealt with those things." Like Trax said. <laughs> <laughs> what if they are the crypto terrestrials? Oh shit, they're gonna come from the ground and from the sky, bro. They yeah. think it's telepathic, but really the alien's just kind of poking his head out through the floor underneath you. He's going, "Hey, it's me, <laughs> the alien." 
and you're like, oh my god, telepathic communication. Yeah, yeah, telepathic. Well, let me just put it this way: you don't have to be an expert to make contact. Okay. Yeah. It's better with people too. I agree. We should do it on the show. I want to put this and attach it. Wait, I'm confused. Notes. I thought uh, you wanted to be secluded from everyone else, and now you want it's better with no, people. No, secluded from like uh like a major like town like. It's actually good with a group when you're meditating because it creates more so power. So like a but you small be group, away, five away to ten from... people in the middle of nowhere yeah. is Correct. what you want, right? Correct. Away from cities. That's what you mean by away from people? Correct. So Okay, so we, we'd all be making a trip to Jimmy's place. Yeah, because I'm, no matter, I'm around a lot of people. <laughs> it's going to take you a while to get away from people over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you too, actually, but... Well, okay. Well, there we go. Our crypto terrestrials and our five-step action plan to eliminating the aliens. I have a couple <laughs> listener questions too. I, like I think to that would be a great title for the podcast. Uh, is what the uh, the crypto extraterrestrials and our plan to <laughs> <laughs> oh. the crypto extraterrestrials and our five-step plan on how to fight them. Hey, no, how to meditate with them? How to meditate? I mean, even better, how to pork them? How to... <laughs> Uh, Porking terrestrials. That's what we'll name it. Um, okay, let's do the listener questions. I have one here from a friend of mine at work. Ooh. All right, go ahead. Let me do this one. This one is from Alex. He says, what's one thing you wish you could be the best at in the world? Ooh, that's a good question. The best at? The best. You're the best. <clears throat> oh, well, nobody's ever going to take the... I want to be the best spitter. What? <laughs> what? Huh? Like you know how you know how like um if you're like running real hard and you just like got to build up a saliva, maybe you ate like a a, a pack of sour patch kids and you have to spit. You know. So you want to be an alpaca? No, I want my spit to have velocity, volume, distance so when i spit it's like a it's like a it shoots off you know so just, it's, it's you're you want to be you want to be the best at projectile spitting yes w- would that would that kill somebody if it hits them or like i don't know it might hurt yeah it might hurt it might hurt i might be able to take out an eye <laughs> just watching him reenact it is hysterical <laughs> This doesn't help. This definitely doesn't help the audio listeners. Jimmy is like super disappointed with this answer too. <laughs> I want distance. I want my spits to go at least 15 feet. I want to be able to stand. You know how like they have the long jumpers at, in the Olympics and they have that like <laughs> sand thing, you know, and they jump and like they mark the sand for how, like that's how I'll do, but I'm going to spit, um, and like you'll see how far it goes, like in the sand, and it'll go 15 feet. It has Jimmy, at least Jimmy, you're dead. According to the Zencaster stream, you're dead right now. It has like a, a seven. Uh, it has like a seven second hang time. Disgusting. Just stop. Just fucking stop. Stop it. <laughs> and that's the sound it makes when it hits the ground. <laughs> Stupid. Oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, uh, mystery. What do you want to be the best at in the world? I want to know how long you t how long it took you to think about this. It's pretty quick. Uh, so <laughs> That's the first thing that came up off the top of your head. Yeah. Really. It's pretty quick. It's pretty pretty quick. I've always been proud of my spitting ability. <laughs> you know. You know what else I have really good at? I'm really I have really good snot rockets. <laughs> I don't even like I don't even have the residue on the bottom of my nose like I'm able to get it all out clean like it's a, like a clean release For the record you are freaking out the chat right now I don't know if you've been looking at the chat everyone's concerned That Chakov key says new channel point reward track sends a high velocity spit into orbit and it hits you <laughs> Oh, do you have to up. ask? Do you have to? Do you have to ask the viewer? Like, okay, so wh where are you approximately, so yeah. I can point yeah. myself north, east, west, or south? Send, send me your latitude and longitude coordinates. <laughs> That's uh, best spitter. So, uh, Jimmy, what's your? What do you want to be the best at in the world? I don't even know how to answer this question now. Come on, anything. <laughs> uh, building. Building without being annoyed that I have to build. No, you're the best in the world, bro. Yeah, but I, I, I don't want to be annoyed by it. What does that mean? What does that mean? Like, I want to be able to build shit, like houses or whatever. Like, yeah, I want to be the best at it, but I want to be like when I'm doing it, I don't want to be annoyed that I'm doing it. If you're the best in the world, you're not going to be annoyed. But how funny would that be if somebody was the best in the world at something? So it's what they had to do, but they hated it, dude. It would be like if Chef Ramsay just all of a sudden hated cooking. He's like, I fucking hate doing this. And he's just so annoyed by it, bro. And you're just there measuring. You're like, this sucks, dude. I hate measuring. And you're just like getting angry and angrier and angrier. Uh, no, dude, you're you're fine, bro. You're fine. Okay. How about you for real mystery? I don't know. I was thinking something along the lines of maybe uh, being the best of the world at being the most productive with the least amount of sleep. Ooh. Oh, okay. Fair yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of what I was thinking along the lines of. I don't hate that idea. Like, initially, because, like, initially, like, for me, <clears throat> I've always felt like in high school, like, in particular, um, I always kind of wanted to be a little bit of a jack-of-all-trades um, in regards to, like, digital media and so on and so forth. And then I thought, like, okay, wait, but, like, in order to I, – I could do that, but in order to do that, I would have to be able to be as productive as possible with as little amount of sleep so I can learn it all. <laughs> so I guess, yeah. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, that would probably be the way to go for me. That's actually a great one because I feel like I'd be able to be way more um, – I feel like I'd be able to be way more productive if I didn't have to sleep as much as I have to sleep. I love that idea. So you're, hold on. So are you the best in the world at sleep? Like you're so good at sleeping that the second you sleep, you're just automatically in REM cycle and you're like, your brain's just doing all that. So that's why you need less sleep. Is that what it is? Yeah, like, like, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. So it's just like, let's say a half an hour's rest for you takes, of course, a half an hour, right? Right. But for me, it would be like, my body somehow is able to just like in two seconds, I can do that same half. Oh, an hour. dude, I love that. That's a great one. That's a great one. Oh, I think I might like that one a little bit better than the spitting. 
<laughs> no take backs. <laughs> no, I definitely want to take it back because I feel like I could make a YouTube video maybe. All right. I can't believe it said that. <laughs> out of all, okay, so out of all the ridiculous answers, I wonder which <laughs> your friend. I wonder who he thought an answer the the, the ridiculous answer would have come out of Jimmy, me, or Drax. <laughs> I don't know. Probably thought we'd all have ridiculous ideas. I Jimmy, just like Jimmy. What's yours, aliens. dude? Uh, Jimmy, what did you get off of Google? What do you mean? Yeah, I see you looking at your screen. You couldn't even come up with something that you wanted. I'm uploading the document to a Discord for all our fellow fans. What document? The, the CE5 protocols. <laughs> okay. You know what? <laughs> you He's better. not getting. He did. You, he actually did. You better. God damn it, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, so there is a PDF available to download on the Discord channel. I want people to know about this. This is important. All right. Okay. Well, expl okay. Then tell me what you want to be the best at. You better have a good answer ready. I told you a building. Well, oh, that's right. You did say that. I'm sorry. The only reason is for when the world ends. That way, I could secure myself and my family. Building's actually a great one, dude. That's actually. I think that that's actually a really good one too. Because like, like everybody knows how like all the internet shit is gonna be worthless when the world ends, bro. Or when society collapses. Yeah, you say. know, being the great builder would be a good thing, not in the apocalypse too. You know. Well, if if you want someone around, you want someone who could build shit. You're gonna be you're gonna be protected, bro. That's a good point, bro. That's a very yeah. good point. Yeah, I'll, I need somebody who can make a wall. <laughs> I don't think a spitter is gonna be protected. <laughs> so, bro, are you kidding me, dude? Are you kidding me, bro? Dude, my spit will easily take out whoever's attack. <laughs> you gonna run? <laughs> I hope you're in like a, a moisturized place. <laughs> I'd be like, give me some liquid, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you just give me a handful of popcorn seeds. It may as well be bullets. <clears throat> so, in a nutshell, uh, I think I think Chai is it Chai Chai I don't even know is if that, I'm saying it right, but I pronounce is that it his name Chai Chai I'm gonna assume that's it is. In in a nutshell, he's they've got it like pretty pretty on point tracks wants to spit uh -huh. jimmy wants to become a skyscraper and mystery just wants to have too much time <laughs> yes yes yes, to that. yes to that. <laughs> all right let's go through some more listener questions <clears throat> that's yeah that's me that's your, okay, your cue bud <laughs> i thought you had more uh darkly nighted as do you recall if the game will be cross-platform between Xbox One and a newer one or NPC? Yeah, Halo Infinite multiplayer will be cross-platform between Xbox One, the original Xbox One, which I don't even know how that's going to function. But think of the Xbox One generation, the Xbox Series generation, and PC. Okay. Next question. Do you think... <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing because it's not even funny. Do you think there will ever be a good Halo live-action movie to come from this game? No. No? I'm unconvinced. Actually, hold on. For the... For, for however long humanity is still around, somebody, at some point, I would imagine, would make a good Halo movie. Right, but he said out of this game. is Are you, are you referring to Halo Infinite, or are you referring to just the Halo franchise in general? I Looks assume like they meant just Halo. Oh, Halo Infinite. Okay, so if it's in Halo Infinite, I would say no, but out of the Halo franchise in general, then I can say yes. Yeah, I have no okay. idea what Halo Infinite's going to bring us, so I don't know if it would make it for a good movie. 
Um, right. But yeah, I would say for the Halo franchise, you know what? I'm going to be optimistic. This one's optimistic. I'm going to be optimistic and say, yes, we are going to have a banger of a movie. Okay. Fair enough. What about you, Jimmy? What do you think? You really made it seem like you're going to say more than <laughs> I wasn't going to say more because no... I was going to make a comment about the TV show, but then I decided. To I think Halo is going to die off. I really do. Well, thanks for being yeah. here. <laughs> that sounds terrible, but I think thanks it will. Thanks for being here. Jimmy's the one anchor that's pulling us all they, down. They are not <laughs> keeping themselves relevant. They're just going to continue to cater to the They had 100,000 people audience. sign up for a beta, Jimmy. Yeah, I know, but it's probably the, the hardcore Halo fans, okay? 100,000 signed up for a beta? Yeah. If that's the hardcore Halo fans, I'm happy with those numbers. That's great. Yeah. But I think overall, it's going to be... That's not dying, not as, Yeah. I'm talking over the next 10 to 20 years. Okay. Well, you know what? I'll make a prediction. Every franchise that we know right now is probably going to die off in the next 20 years. No. Yeah, no? What? <laughs> Just no. Come on, dude. What's around for 20 plus years? Uh... Star Wars, Star, Star Trek, Wars. whatever. Yeah, or, I didn't want an actual answer Rings. from you guys. <laughs> God damn it! Rings is you out. shot yourself in the foot there, okay? Yeah. As soon as I said it, I was like, uh, you know, Fast and Furious might even be around for twenty years at this point. I don't even know. Uh, all right, I hear you. All right, yeah. Fast and Furious might be in the Halo universe twenty years from now. I, I'd be okay with that. Do we need Master Chief driving a badass vehicle? Come on. Have you seen all of those like Dom, Dominic Toretto memes? Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's hilarious. For Halo? For Halo. <laughs> uh, all right, next question. After the game releases, do you think you will have more community nights that you all participate in? I can't speak for Jimmy, but for me, yes. I'm glad you can't speak for me. I don't even know Jimmy's going to play this game. Sorry, what was the question? The question is, after the game releases, do you think... What? We'll participate in more... Like, will we have more community, community nights? nights? Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. I do. Uh, he's asking me if I'm ever going to do my who's own he, podcast. By the way? Who, who's asking this? Dark, dark, Darkly Nighted. Okay. Has Jimmy thought about doing his own podcast for his off-grid setup? Yes, I have. And I probably will. Uh, Kylie is asking... What kind of secret society would you start? Mine would be called the the cult of Planky, and basically the whole cult is designed and marketed about having luck. Okay, and if you serve the Plank, if you serve Planky, then you'll have better luck in your life. And so I'll find all the people who are downtrodden, beaten, and who have had terrible lives, and convince them that the reason why they've had a tough life isn't because of anything other than they've just gotten bad luck. So what do they need? They need what I got when I was how you know I'll make up a story for myself. They got whatever I needed, and what I needed was Planky. Once Planky came into my life, my whole life turned around. All of a sudden, rainy days became sunny days. All of a sudden, the things in my life that would beat me down and knock me out and prevent me from getting out of bed all of a sudden had no effect in Insert fact it turned into motivational motivation music here it turned into motivation and it fired me up to do everything that i wanted to in life and i did it because i was a part of the cult of plank so my secret society would be about planky the cult of planky all right uh <laughs> you got that straight off the top of your head <laughs> just what the heck uh, how are you a real mystery yeah what's your cult <laughs> I don't know. Um, I have one for me. Maybe mystery. okay. So if okay, off the top of my head, if I'm gonna go 
similar to that of Daddy Tracks, I suppose. Um, off the top of my head, the only thing I could think of is maybe like some kind of alphabetical secret society wow. where like it's Mr. A, Mr. B, and then I can just be Mr. E. Why would you want to be Mr. E? That's it. Stay faster, Mr. E. Oh, <laughs> look at that! Oh. Hey. <laughs> Mystery. All right, I see you. I see you. <laughs> Why would you want to be Mr. E? Say it faster. Why would you want to be ah! Mr. E? Ah! <laughs> when it clicks. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Insert ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man. My idea for you, Mystery, was to create the Silhouetted. And the Silhouetted is a secret anonymous group where everybody dresses in black. And you guys basically run around and steal. Ready for this? What do you steal? What do you think you steal? Question marks. You steal all the question marks. You just run up to all the signs and you cut <laughs> out the think? question marks and you just yank them, dude. You see, like, you know, when uh, like McDonald's has those like, little something, they have like the little letters up there. If there's like a question on there, like, have you stopped in today? You steal that question mark. You take all the <laughs> Go question into marks books and start cutting out question exactly. marks. Exactly. You start cutting book. out all the question marks, dude. And then, like, like you walk into the library, bro, and you see like one of your guys in like all black, like it's like a black spandex green man kind of suit, but it's in all black and you have a question mark over your head. And like, they just running out and they have all the question marks from like a book that they just cut out and you're like he, he got them all and then he, that's your secret society you bring all the question marks together and you're working on making ready for it the biggest question mark made of question marks out there Jesus. who stole all the question marks yeah and even at the end of that sentence that question marks missing <laughs> Do we even like hack into like the uh, the phone software and like find a way to delete the question mark All as an it, option in text? You guys even find a way to get the transcripts of everybody's conversations that they've ever had from the NSA, and that's what happens. You basically infiltrate the NSA in order to get all the question marks. This sounds like a great like sounds thriller wild. movie. <laughs> all right, Jimmy, what's your call? Uh, an American Legion of Cavalry, a militia of men of the West. Why are you called. calling it a cult? Uh, because we're going to be obsessed with being secretive. <laughs> <laughs> I love that little pause. That little pause was amazing. <laughs> I told them. <laughs> so you're just a secret militia group? Yeah, secret American, a secret cavalry militia group. That will be called upon when we now, meet, when they need. When you say Calvary, <laughs> I know you don't mean what I'm thinking here, but you probably do mean it. Are you all riding on horses? Yes. Okay, so you guys are all riding on horses, but you're militia. I take it you mean like modern militia, right? Correct. All right. No. So you're. No. Are you fighting with swords? <laughs> what do you guys? Swords and shields and all. Oh my god! So it's a secret militia. Not with guns. <laughs> no, swords and shields. So you basically look like a renaissance fair, <laughs> but you're secret and you all have horses. And what what's the what do you guys do? What's the action? What's the call to action? Uh, we're secret. It's <laughs> <laughs> nothing you need to know about. We're, we're secret. secret. And the call to action is when the people need us, we will respond. All right. Here's so, the thing. Yeah, okay. I, I think I'm the bigger mystery, but no, no, he's the bigger mystery. He's the bigger mystery. <laughs> and the right. gathering spot is East Colorado. Yeah. You're making it less of a mystery when you tell us where you're meeting. You know that. 
Well, that's not really the spot, but I was telling oh, you. Oh, I see what you're doing. You're well, see, now that. now that you told us that. <laughs> now we know it's not eastern Colorado. It might be Nebraska. It might be somewhere in the Kansas. Who it might knows? Be it's not going to be anywhere Utah. there either. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be in Canada. <laughs> but we will. Can you imagine how terrified I would be? Like, I don't think I'd nowadays. be terrified. I'd just be confused. <laughs> What is your purpose in life? Secrets. <laughs> I'm a secret. You guys Why, are what's wrong with the cavalry? You guys are all mysterious. Uh, horses are a little bit outdated by vehicles. Jeeps. Horse. Well, this is for when the world ends. So. Oh, I see. Or uh, society collapses. Okay, like in a Walking Dead situation. In a Walking Dead situation, I would not mind having an army or a militia of cavalry with sword and shields. I'd be okay yes. with that. That <laughs> yes, makes sense to thank me. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right, that's fair. All right, what's the next question? Next question. <laughs> I want to know Real Mystery's apocalypse plan since I never heard his. Okay. Apocalypse plan. Yeah, what's your apocalypse yeah. plan? I'm assuming that there was a question earlier on that had entailed an apocalypse. Yeah, yeah we quick, had like a quick rundown. recap. Either I'm going down to find my dad or I'm going up north. I forget which one. Right, no, so sorry. I want to know what the apocalypse. Oh. You know what? We weren't it was specific. Like a, it was a zombie one, wasn't it? It wasn't really specific, but apply it to like a zombie apocalypse. Oh, okay. So like, what's my zombie plan? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll go with zombie uh, okay. plan. Make it easy. Uh, my zombie plan would entail me going over to one of my friend's place who lives basically out in the boonies. Okay. Um, he's got a whole like garage set up that allows him to like create like you know some weaponry and so on and so forth. Whoa. And he's got a lot of space on his land as well that can allow him to you know grow some like. Is your friend? So uh, is your friend the Jimmy Clement? No, I mean it, I could go to Jimmy as well if Jimmy's up for it. But no, this Sounds is another like friend that like grabbing the same. Person. There's okay. There's a okay, for the record. There's a story behind this. Like I oh, like to hear this story. I'm so, actually really interested. <clears throat> So I have a best friend that um, that I went to high school with, and he's obsessed, absolutely obsessed with zombies. Oh, right? okay. Zombies is like life to him for some reason. Like he would be in heaven, like cloud nine heaven, like whatever you want to call it. And a zombie. <laughs> if a zombie apocalypse happened today, yeah, you know, <laughs> a lot of people would like a good reset like that. Yeah. <laughs> right, and it got to a point, and this is actually a chat that ended up happening on on my stream as well at some point. What ended up happening was uh we were um we were at, we were in college. He was doing uh early childhood education, uh that's what he was studying, and I was studying uh, media communications at the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um and we would meet up to meet up and grab lunch together. And in the cafeteria, what he would do is he would go out and spot anybody that was sitting like alone in the cafeteria. Okay. Right. Or or like you know maybe if there was like another two people there, then great, whatever. Like whoever was like an empty table for the most part. Okay. Right. What he would do is he would go up to that person and be like, I mean, he wouldn't even say, hey, can I sit? He'd be just like, so what's your zombie plan? Nice. I love this. Immediately, straight <laughs> off the bat. Like, won't say hi, won't say how are you, won't say hey, the, you know, the, I'm, I'm part of the ECE program or whatever. He just immediately, what's your zombie plan? <laughs> Not going to lie, that might be a great way to actually pick up girls at a bar, Jimmy. I, I'm actually really enjoying this. Don't Why say anything else. About this? Go up, smile on your face. Hey. Yeah. What's your zombie plan? <laughs> like, that's, that's the good, way I pictured really it too. <laughs> really freaking good idea. Come on, what's your zombie plan? <laughs> so what? So where, like, where are like, we going? Where are we going? Like, what, would, what would end up? What would end up happening is a like, either we, they would they would want to walk away because they wouldn't want to like have that conversation, 
right? And then we have the table to ourselves. Or mm-hmm. B, we'd have a pretty good conversation about a zombie floor. Yes, yes, you would. <laughs> that's a great, dude, that's a great, I bet that that's probably the most underrated way to approach women, Jimmy. Very interesting. Because you'd be able to weed out okay. all the weird ones who go, uh, a what? <laughs> yeah, right. A what? You're like, never mind. You I might steal that. I'm going to steal that from you. You should steal it. Let you know what happens. You should steal it. All right. So you're going with your buddy, basically, the zombie guy. Essentially. Um, and my buddy was like, if I turned into a zombie, he <gasps> would keep me as a pet. Uh, until oh, there's like some kind of like... Zomb- I like how yeah, he assumes it's... that he would not. <clears throat> well, guaranteed he would not. But like, based on based on his plans or whatever, I don't even know. Like, He's got a crossbow and all this stuff set up Jesus. already. Like, you know, oh he's set. Crossbow all right, he's set. And uh, if I was to become a zombie, he said he'd keep me as a pet until there's some kind of vaccine or like some kind of cure and bring me back. <laughs> well, that's a good friend. Some that's a good friend. I would not keep Jimmy around. If Jimmy turned into a zombie near me, I'd yeah, don't bash his head in as soon as I could. I don't want any Jimmy would go. Here. Jimmy would turn to me. He'd go, "I got bit. You're gonna have to." Ki-. But before he could even continue that sentence, I'd already be bashing his head in. <laughs> I don't want to be around a spitter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. All right, one more listener question. We'll wrap it up. What would be the rudest talking animal? Um. <laughs> You know what I just imagined? I just imagined a seagull doing that Snoop Dogg, uh, gotcha, bitch. Uh, like every every time a seagull would swoop down and take your hot dog, and just fly away and go, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> That's good, man. So for some reason, I think seagulls that? would be the rudest animal. I, I, I Goose, too. Oh, goose are so rude. Exactly. The, we put our era. anger and negativity into anger. our Canadian geese yeah. and Karens. send them your way. All the all the Canadian anger just wrapped up inside <laughs> of a, a green shitting bird. I think another one would be uh, actually no, that's too much. What? Let's just say moose. A moose? Yeah. What what kind of it, rude things do you think they'd say? Because <laughs> uh, like, is that the way moose talk? I am Georgie the Moose. I am just walking here. Hey, asshole. They Get just... away from me. I'm the Moose. I'm the they Moose. Seem grumpy. I'm the Moose. <laughs> oh, you think these are your woods? No, I'm the Moose. Perfect. <laughs> I see you over there. You stick out like a sore thumb on the moose. Can we have that as an AI in Halo Infinite? Like... <laughs> Coming in or up on the ridge on the moose. I'm the, I'm the moose. <laughs> Nice uh, boots you're wearing, psych on the moose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Hey, all right. (laughs) He's crying of laughter right now for the record. This would be like one of the perfect things to put in our trailer, like after you talk. (laughs) (laughs) What a great podcast. Psych on the moose. 
<laughs> just says psych to everything and not he's like he's from the 90s i had a great podcast not anonymous <laughs> Only you can make a moose no, fucking no, rude. I'm no. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so Good. mystery, what's this? What's the rudest? You're like, it's, it's, you almost sound like you're a mix of like, uh, Bullwinkle and like, um, Yogi Bear or something at the same time. Like, <laughs> can you, can you try to say it that way? Except say what Yogi says. I'm, I'm here to steal your picnic baskets or whatever. I'm <laughs> the question of what do I think the rudest talking animal would be? Uh, probably a raccoon. <laughs> He's another one that would go, gotcha, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> or he'd be like, surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> Which I get that reference now because I'm watching Dexter, Dexter so I finally go. get that reference! Surprise, motherfucker! That's a great, that's a great voice for a raccoon to have. Flashlight on surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Well, that was good. Let's wrap it up here. Right. Um, Jimmy, mystery, anything else that you want to add to any of the conversations we had tonight? No, that was enough for me. All right, Jimmy, where can people find you on social media? What are you up to? At the Jimmy Cloman TikTok. Just about to clear up my land. And I'm actually working with a couple of ranchers right now, officially. Ranch. Uh, in terms of getting my land together, and they're helping me out. I got a guy right next to me that has 40 acres. He's going to really help me out. So Nice. Oh, dude, you're set for a zombie apocalypse. 40 oh, acres? Yeah, we're going to we'll be good. We'll be fucking good. How long does it take you to cut your grass? Oh, I don't know. I only have 20. He has 40. Sorry. 20 acres? Yeah, he, he, he is, uh, he's a regenerative... I don't know how you say it, but he's, they're trying to turn the land out there into more valuable fertile land, pretty much. Trying that's to fertilize his land. Yes, that's what. Do you guys need do. more like bird shit over there? I can send Canadian geese to give you some fertilizer. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's more of a topsoil because it's a kind of like a deserty environment. Uh, but they do get enough rain to have farming, uh, so they say. So hmm. it's just a top. It's just a, the way the soil is. It's not good, and they have to. There's a specific way they get the soil to farming soil, and I'm being taught that right now. So. Wow, that's pretty crazy, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, that sounds like that's going to be a hell of a task. 20 yeah. acres of land. Sounds like a great thing to watch on your TikTok. Yes. So go follow me there. Mystery, where can people find you? What are you up to? Um, I'm back to work. Yay. Hey, We're all excited. Funny thing work. about work, I we just started. We opened up on Friday hey. for the first time in like, well, I guess eight months because I, I went back in the past eight months. Uh, and in the past, like, four or five days I've been back to work, it feels like I've been at work for about a month. <clears throat> oh, man. Yeah, so, like, yesterday, for example, just yesterday, I was dealing with putting away stock at the same time as running the floor, as in running the unit floor, <clears throat> at the same time as doing theater cleans, washroom checks, and seat repairs. Oh, seat God. repairs? All at the same time. 
Just to let you know, I'm one of those people who threw popcorn on people just for fun. Wow, dude. And you're a dick. <laughs> well, it doesn't help that they get free large refills where we're at. So I, all I do when I get in this, this theater. He's like, oh, I look throw, at all this ammo. Yeah, I throw it all over everybody. <laughs> and then I go get more and I'm good. So, wow. Yeah, so like my days have been kind of very, very long. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm already wiped <laughs> from all the work. Damn, well, hopefully, uh, hopefully it eases up a little bit and you can get into the rhythm. Here, yeah, here's the whole thing. I think a lot of people have just been excited that the movies are open and they're watching Fast and Furious right now. Um, trying to keep those theaters in a safe environment, you know, like physical distancing and everything. Yeah. Oh God, it's, out, it's a nightmare, it's out, bro. It's out. It's an absolute nightmare. Just let. Just let everybody get sick, you know. Just let like let it be a free for <laughs> oh all, dude. You know, my dad always had that idea. He was just like, you know what? Just take down all the safety signs, take down all the guardrails, take away all the traffic. He's like, look, take all take away all the traffic lights. He's like, there's gonna be just incredible bloodshed for about a year, and then everybody's left over. It's gonna be really safe, and like it's gonna be fine. We just we need to do that for just a year. It's so, like just it, let it let it all everything just let it all go. Let it all go. Everyone wipes so, themselves out. So the premise of Forever Purge. Got it. Well, you don't have to murder other people. Just, you know, all the safety signs. Like the, like the caution. Just hot in here. Get rid of this, the caution thing, right? Take away all the liabilities for just a year. Just let, let people just make their own choices and their own decisions. And if they make dumb ones and they get themselves hurt, then just like if they're texting while they're driving and they miss the guardrail and they go off the road, let them go. Let them go. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so after a year, does that mean they put you put all that stuff back now? You don't even have to, but you could if you want. Yeah, <laughs> that's gotta be a nightmare right. to deal with. Yeah, because everyone's <laughs> leftovers. They're all like, "Hey, I'm paying attention while I'm driving." Right, right. <laughs> People are gonna be even more vigilant while they're driving. <laughs> just let it all go. Uh, yeah. But yeah, in a nutshell, yeah, um, the theater's back up and running, and um, I've been busy with uh, the theater, um, constant hours, busy hours, so uh, at your least ten hours shifts a day. Like now, I'm trying my best to keep it the same. Okay. Um, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, Wednesdays after the podcast, Mondays and Fridays, at 10:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Trying my best to to keep it the same. Um, so far it seems to be okay. Good. Um. But I don't know. That could change. I'm also finding myself to be extremely demotivated once I come back from work. So. Yeah, I understand, dude. I understand. It's, I mean, forgive me if I, I lack thereof energy. <laughs> like I no, used to you're have. fine, dude. Trust me. I, I mean, like with my job, I totally get what you're talking about. It's physical. It's demanding. Like you're running around all over the place. Plus, you're dealing with this extra stress of how, trying to be on top of things. I get I get how exhausting it is, especially after ten hours, dude. What you're, oh, what yeah. you're doing no. is probably a lot no, harder than what No, no, no! Don't tell him anything. You're a psycho, bro. You're you don't sleep. You're what? just crazy. What are you talking so. about? What are you talking about? Go Please. on. <laughs> what are you talking about right now? Why am I getting thrown under the bus? I didn't do anything. Real mystery. He is crazy. He's he's a he he has energy that I had never seen before in some places. So wow. Even Kylie's saying you're a goddamn psycho, 100. Yeah. percent She's saying Jimmy's a psycho. No, you are. <laughs> no, Ky- Kylie, you're a psycho. Please clarify. All the psychos, you're the biggest psycho. No, no, you're- is it no, no tracks or yeah, no, she's saying, you barely sleep, bro? She's saying no, no. I agree with tracks. You barely sleep. What are you talking about, dude? 
you sleep like four hours, and after those four hours, you're like still moving. Yeah, you know, like yeah. So, just... so what? <laughs> I'm just letting him know that. Never mind. What was I saying? All I, was, the podcast. I was just empathizing with mystery. I was no, you can't to- empathize with him because you have like psycho skills that he probably doesn't have. Like, wow, you. here I am trying to connect with a human, another human being, and you go, no, no, you, you can't do that. With people, what are you, talking you can't about? do people, that. You're a psychopath, dude. People You're are psycho. afraid of you. People what are, are afraid you talking? of you. No what one is happening right now? What is <laughs> happening? <laughs> don't tracks. Don't worry. The, 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 the awkward thing is that like both you and I are very much alike. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I do go off of three or four hours of sleep and still try to have this. Thank maintain you. the same amount of energy. See, <laughs> me and mystery are the same. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um. <laughs> I keep hitting my head. My head on this microphone. Okay. Uh. So. Okay. So mystery. Uh. You'll be hopefully streaming this Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern time, right? 10:30 p.m. Eastern time. 10:30 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. Um. But a bo um community play date last saturday i was there for the community play date i missed some of you but i was there we had a lot was, of fun i was in the chat for a couple minutes fire mage was in the chat for a little work. bit we had a good group going i believe that there's another community play date uh this saturday i could be wrong but i believe that that's the case so make sure that you fire follow fire mage gaming uh for our community play dates and um that should be a lot of fun. He was playing uh, Halo 5, and we were doing a little bit of Fiesta. So we were having some fun with that. Um, Discord. You can find our Discord. Join the Red Spartan Halo Podcast Discord. You can find the link for the Discord in the show notes or in the description. The Discord's a great place to be, and it's going to get even better. It's a great place. It's going to get even better. Okay? Um, also, we have a Halo uh, – or we, I'm sorry. We have a YouTube channel, which is – getting worked on okay but uh follow us over on youtube or subscribe follow whatever they call it uh we also have a tiktok right now but i wasn't gonna plug that because we don't have anything that's up there yet jimmy um i put a video up but you guys didn't do anything yeah well way to tell us that you put something up on there well you put something up on the tiktok account (laughs) yeah and he didn't tell anybody literally told nobody so that's good pickle rick what (laughs) i put up pickle rick's video with master chief oh Oh. okay Yeah, we'll have to, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, that's, right. so we have Thanks a TikTok. Thanks for informing us. Jimmy, what's the at on the TikTok? At, uh, oh, hold on. <laughs> at the, at the uh, Red Spartans. Follow us on TikTok, at the Red Spartans. A lot more content coming there as well. Uh, for Jimmy Klo, for Real Mystery, I am Daddy Tracks, and this was episode 37 of the Red Spartan Halo Podcast. Joe, things go wrong. You can't explain it. You can't predict it. Killing yourself won't bring your dad back. I'm sorry he died, but it was a long time ago. You gotta move on. Stop living in the past and look at what you have right in front of you. What are you saying? Me, Joe. Twister? Nice. Twister? Is that Twister? Yeah, that was Twister. That's uh, when they were when he was like yelling at her about the whole like uh uh-huh. what was it? The uh little trackers or something that they yeah. lost track of? Uh-huh. Yeah, Jimmy, are you taking notes on that? Maybe uh maybe you should try that with uh Yeah, I'll get to that. <laughs> just, just point just point out that, that...